glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Hey, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. And then there were two. After the conference championship weekend, there are only two teams left in the uh, NFL season as the Super Bowl is two weeks away. And there are four people in the same room right now for this podcast. Welcome in, everybody. To <laughs> this the, is what's, weird. What's put, up? What's up? The Put Me In Coach <laughs> what's podcast. Up, what's up? I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> Bobby Blanco, Tom Italia, Ian Foster, and Gregory Porter. Oh, hey. Cool. In studio. In living room with us um, after a couple week absence. He did is, you see my jewelry? I was just going to say he is comfortably wearing his new championship PMIC fantasy football belt. Uh, to be fair, he's not wearing to it. Be fair, to be fair. To be fair. Resting gently against his It's my cock waist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, mazel to you, Gregory. Thank you, sir. And to you as well. Fight well it's fought. Great, great Second game. place Bob. Second place Bob. No bullshit. Fuck off. Lost <laughs> <laughs> oh, two years in a row combined, what, 4.4 4 points? And he, yep, he, 4. he, 4. Finished, 4 points. he finished in second and pick him last year, too. I did? <laughs> yeah. And this... <laughs> Dude, well, we were, it's, we were, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Wait, I'm last year? Running off the field? Yeah. We were texting afterwards, and I was just like... Really? Oh, man. Like, that was oh, he did. so fucking stressful watching that game. Like, could not be more just like, I can't. I can't watch this. I can't do it. It's, it was it was brutal. It's it was yeah. It was so brutal. And then the what made it worse was because I had Boone the yeah. uh, Vikings running back on that last Monday Night Football game. Yep. Didn't he played like one snap yep. the whole second half? All I needed was four more points. Was they rough. were just fucking feeding the ball to uh, what's his face. Um, and then the next week and the next week he feasted. went off. He <laughs> went off yeah. like two hundred yards total and yeah. like three touchdowns. I was like, are you? I would take a quarter of that. Yeah. <sighs> so, but anyways, congratulations. Uh, to Gregory for winning our fantasy football league this year. That's two out of three, I believe, right? Hey, the, it, uh, is. it is. The, the, um, one ten league and one twelve. The fantasy league, the champion has never also, been outside why is he of the at a high school prom. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. What'd you say, Tom? <laughs> the champion's never been outside of the podcast. Not, not, Damn right. So only all people, well, just the two of you. Did not think about three, it. Though. Three seasons. I was just so mad that Porter got it. I didn't even think about it like that. I know. And he's <laughs> the first repeat winner. I need to get a ring. <clears throat> You'll get nothing and like it. <laughs> How dare you? Um, thanks for listening, everybody. What if, got, what if I got you a ring too? All right. Well, then I support this ring decision. <laughs> okay. What about what? The, what does a loser have to do? Does that mean you, that means you have to do something stupid? Who was last place? Well, Ian was last that was place. Me. So no, we're he, just giving he, him a hard time. And he kept. He kept <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> he kept. He kept the same. Oh, of course I'm not doing it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make Ian do anything. The only. The only thing I agree to is the making up of the name. That's that's it. And Ian actually kept the name from the first year. Into this worked. year because it worked. Yeah. <laughs> so if you win, you can't change. Yeah, come yeah. up with something better. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So every time you've won, you've come in last, and then you won. Yeah. Did you go in last last year? He got second to last. Second to last. <laughs> Damn, you guys are just it was so every fucking year. close. I edged it out. Is it that was... better than coming in second every year? Dude, I was so angry yes. last yes. year. I was you, so mad. <laughs> God when damn. Ian won, and I was like, I was like, if I'm, I'm about to get last fucking place, I swear to God. I called it. I said, I'm going to go from, from worst to first. I did. said, it's going to happen. Well, no one can touch my fucking PMIC pick em and uh, what was the other one? March Madness. March Madness. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it really is. First year. 
You've done a career triple crown, but you haven't done a single triple crown, right? You the didn't. season. He hasn't had the season. Yeah. No, no, no. But you've done a career triple crown. Yeah. All right. Well, we're only three seasons into this thing. Look at those idiots. <laughs> What's MPH doing? <coughs> Swearing his this? life away. Yeah. Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Oh, great, okay. great movie. Even better book. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Super fascist. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> uh, hope you're following along on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or SoundCloud or Google Podcasts. Now. How do you expect us to pay attention as Denise Richards is on screen? Right I'm going to look at my computer while I do the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> promo. Well, it's either Man. This or Wet Hot American Summer, and there's no shot in hell we could talk. Which put on, like, NBA, th- what's NBA TV? Yeah, you're right. Sports. Some meaningless basketball game that won't distract Gregory. <laughs> That's true. And Greg and I are the ones that are staring, are f- staring right at it. Well, just because it reminds you of the scene from Wild Things. and then You're goddamn right. Wild time. Overrated bum, scene. Bum, 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 bum. You're overrated. Well, actually, <laughs> it's an underratedly creepy-ass scene. Oh, Correct. Yeah. Like, oh, good. Too fast and too furious is still on. didn't get talked about yeah. more is like, that's... Those are two high school chicks <laughs> banging <laughs> their fucking counselor. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... Men of all ages were loving that scene. It's like I got older. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that could only that could only be shown at like a French film festival, and it would have to be English subtitled. That's the only way that scene would fly <laughs> in today's. Be like, nah, it's the French. They're weird. They do that kind of shit. Yeah, the age of sixteen over there. They're fine. <laughs> and I never looked at it like that. They're yeah, fucking, damn. They're two high school girls. Yeah, no, no, they would bang- not fly today <laughs> at all. Then Kevin Kevin Bacon's dick comes out of left field, and it's just like, what the hell movie is this? <laughs> Thick cut. All right. <laughs> what channel is NBA TV? I have no idea. That's a tough. It's like that's above. It's above ESPN. It's not that. No, I know. That's massive. And then you keep going down. Yeah, I just, I just, that's where I start. Yep, there, there it is. is. Eighty-nine. Nice. What's eighty-nine? Oh, we get to see Luca. Mm-hmm. What's eighty-nine? <laughs> Luca. <laughs> I was kidding. Okay, so this is not exactly sixty. That was that was a joke in there, Gregory. That's second time. Take a laugh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So is it, is it like is it is it is it booby rubbing? What's what's eighty nine? Eighty nine? That's a good question. What actually. would that be? I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll brainstorm later. <laughs> you're Siamese twins, and you're I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so s- there is going to be a Super Bowl in a couple weeks. Can only go up. Championship week, guys. Um, I'm actually excited for the Super Bowl. So I me think too. It's going to be a great game. So out of the week one pick them because we had to pick playoff teams, Super Bowl um, representatives, winner. Uh, three out of four here picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Damn right. Porter, you picked the Steelers. I did. Yep. Who were they going against, Porter? Uh, the Redskins. <laughs> yep. Uh, but who was winning the NFC East? Uh, DC United. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. So Ian and I both picked the Chiefs to play the Saints with the Saints winning. <coughs> Bobby has the Chiefs winning. I do. the Saints, yes. Oh. Dang. All right, go Chiefs. You know, I, I guess just to kind of start uh, just on the Kansas City side. I mean, that's that's a franchise, that's an organization we you can't not root for. I mean, especially if, since we're not like involved in the AFC West. We play them once every 4 years. Uh, you know, it's it's hard not to root for a guy like Andy Reid. It's hard not to root for uh, Pat Mahomes and the number of ex-Redskins and uh, Kendall Fuller and Bashad Breeland respectively. It was uh you know, I I it was scary at first, but this seems like they're the it's going to be an offense versus defense Super Bowl. It could be an offensive shootout. I can see it. it I heard be. people talking. It could be like a lot like the Saints uh, 49ers regular season game mm-hmm. in New Orleans. They both scored above 50, right, mm-hmm. or something like that. Or I'm even thinking back to last year that uh, 
crazy Rams Kansas City Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, that where was they both amazing. scored over fifty. Um, I'm thinking it could be like that. I'm expecting uh, the San Fran defense is way better than the Kansas City defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone's going to dictate, or if, oh, yeah. if anyone's going to, or any factor of this game is going to you know play towards them hitting the under, mm-hmm. it's going to be the San Francisco defense. Yep. So, Other than that, I think it's it could be a shootout. And on the Kansas City side again, it, it's uh, Andy Reid. This is now his second Super Bowl that he's made it to. I think he bela- he made it to like five NFC Championship games. It was with like three Philly. in a row, four yeah. in a row, but then and finally won you one. You know, they they almost got into the Super Bowl last year. They, I mean, they were just a play away from that too. I guess you know Andy Reid's been around for twenty years, give or take, I mean, something as a like head that. Coach, he, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I, I know head coaches are are mostly are, are defined by their wins. I mean, if he's got a Hall of Fame resume, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think he's done way too much for the game of football to mm-hmm. not be in the Pro Football Hall. Of yeah, Fame. I mean, the amount of coaches that came out of that that tree under uh, who was that? That was Mike Holmgren. Yeah, yeah, Mike Holmgren. Holmgren. And and he's had a, a he's had a rough life too. I mean, he lost his son a few years ago, got fired out of Philly, and that like I don't know where that went south. But uh, you know, Kansas City's been he's been there for a while now too, and. Every single quarterback in that system works. Every single one. He knows what he's doing. The proof is in the pudding. Yes. Alex Smith had his best year. Pat Mahomes, obviously. Donovan McNabb's most success was with Andy Reid at the helm. Even Mike Vick, I think, had a – was he the coach there? No, Chip Kelly was there. Uh, Yeah, he was was Eagles head coach from 99 to 2012. Wow. And then Kansas City from 13 to present. And, uh, you know, the first time the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl in 50 years. Good for them. In that you know Airhead Stadium, that's one of the you know, that's a bucket list type of um, experience 100%. if you're able to go. Mm-hmm. So you know, I how I old would you say Andy Reid is? I would go 60, 58, 61. Damn. I mean, I maybe it's just the walrus, and he's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would guess are older, but only sixty one. So it's not like he is, and by any means, I don't mean to cut you off, by any means, like on the tail end of his coaching career, he could coach for another. 10, 15 years if you wanted to. He is a larger man, though. That's true, but... I see some health issues coming up. Paulus sausage. But, I, again, I was I would think he was older, so he still has Patrick. quite a career left. <laughs> yeah, and, and do you think it was, you know, this run that the Chiefs have gone on this playoffs? Is it Mahomes saying, I know Lamar Jackson's the MVP, but I'm the best damn quarterback in this league? To me, that's hands down. Lamar Jackson earned every single right to be the almost unanimous MVP, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football, I would say, offense and defense. It's to me, it's not even close. Yeah, because we saw. I mean, I don't think there's any other quarterback or maybe even offense in the league that could fall. I mean, we the stat they threw up in the game on Sunday was there's the first team, the Chiefs, are the first team in NFL history to fall behind by ten points or more and mm-hmm. then win by ten points or more in back to back playoff games. Yep. And I don't think any other offense or quarterback could have pulled that off other than Pat Mahomes. I, I mean, agree. they scored 50-plus points in three quarters in a playoff game. That's ridiculous. They, you know, crushed one of the best defenses in the Titans in the latter half of that game for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, that touchdown run he had is iconic now. You know, that's yep. that's the, you know, quarterback version of beast mode. Yep. Um, people comparing it to... You know, RG3's run against the Vikings. Lamar had a couple of those runs. But, I mean, in the high stakes and against a defense like that, I mean, he's just shoving people off him and then bowling his way into the end zone. I mean, he is 
the best football player on the planet right now. And I, I agree. And I think he is the reason why I will be picking the Chiefs. Whoa. I think I'm going to be picking the Niners. I mean, we have a week until we have to pick. Yes. But correct. As of right now. Did we but figure out what the opening line was? Uh, K- K- Kansas City minus one and a half. Minus one and a half. Damn. Yep. Surprising only minus one and a half. I would. I don't know why I thought it would be bigger, but I guess they are the two best teams. Or I guess, it's better that the, it is close. Yes. Right. Also, I figured that the Niners would be favored because they have won more games mm-hmm. and they have a better defense, and their offense has been clicking. Very, very so. well. But either way, I mean, I'm glad it's a close game to start. A couple of things I noticed about the Niners. One, we are now back-to-back years in which a former Redskins assistant coach is now representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Yep. Cool, cool, Sean McVay cool, 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 cool. followed by uh, Kyle Shanahan. And, and that was a lock from last year. And not to pat myself on the back here, but I remember just specifically saying either last year or the year before, he's going to be a really, really good freaking head coach. He just yeah. needs to be given the right opportunity, and it looks like him and John Lynch are the right uh, seems like a match made in heaven so far. Um, well, shit, when we got him as our OC, Tom, you and I were way more excited about no, absolutely. Kyle than we were Mike. Yeah. Like, that's going to be our future head coach. Yeah, he's the coach in waiting. Yeah. You know, let, things will work out here with Mike Shanahan. The heir apparent. Yeah. And bumpkins. <laughs> and ask Kyle what he thinks about Ooh, D.C. Now. Rails, oh, rails, baby. Rails, baby. Yeah. Um, a couple things. One, I would like to personally thank uh, Raheem Mostert for his four touchdowns. And I won DraftKings because of it. God, I was so close. I had him, I had him too. Uh, so thank if it you. wasn't for that, I had it. Thank you very much. So Mostert's success last Sunday night, always, guys, that is why you don't draft a running back in the first round. That is not. That is why you don't sign someone like Le'Veon Bell to a $60 million contract. Agreed. Their system and their offensive line is of way more importance than the talent alone. Let's not forget that Alfred Morris led the league in rushing, or was it second, excuse me, but uh, rushed for over 1,600 yards his rookie season. He was a projected fullback. And it's just Shanahan offenses, running backs, it doesn't matter who you put back there, they're going to work. Bro, Clinton Clinton Portis's single-season record for the Redskins. Yep. And his rookie year. on the game of the best night of Ian's life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dual championship, knocking out the Cowboys, 2012. Give it to me every time. But yeah, it's yeah. all about, not all about, but it's about scheme and 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 the guys you have up front yeah. and and Kyle. I mean that offensive I, I, line shoved yeah. the Packers like they. Were it was ridiculous. Anything. I mean, it was it was like they were playing on rookie mode on Madden. It no was like bullshit, eight, though. nine yards a carry every time, each time. And I mean, he was Mostert was like their fourth, third, or fourth stringer going into the season. Mm-hmm. It was Brita and Tevin Coleman and him, and it seems like in typical Shanahan fashion, he just rides the hot hand. And and Tom has said every year. Tom says it. You know, when you talk, but especially towards like fantasies, like doesn't it matter who it is. Pick up Kyle Shanahan's running back because yes. he's going to have a great season, just like his father. And, and but this time you just don't know. Who. That's the problem. It's like becoming. Like he does a committee now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it does. You know, it's a, basically a three-headed monster um, of just three guys he can put out there, and they'll just. I mean, they're just running so, down if the somebody's highway. Somebody's eating, then mm-hmm. just Jimmy Garoppolo had, I think, seven or eight pass attempts. There's, I mean, he completed eight. He completed did not completed eight. Jesus, he, they didn't need to throw. I mean, yeah. I, I um, why would you? Right, I, I'm. Very, you know, pro. Let's use all the data we have. Throwing that's, like, that's high school numbers, man. Right, throwing. You, you do what works, mm-hmm. and that was working. The you know, I'm gonna keep doing this until you stop me. 
and mm-hmm. they couldn't stop them. And yeah. so why stop? You know, it's I understand that that is very very <coughs> rare to have eight nine pat like completions. That's not going to happen, you know, on a week by week basis. But I was watching what the 49ers are doing, and what I'm seeing is they invested everything on that defensive line. Joey Bosa, Eric Armstead, Solomon Thomas. I mean, and uh, they traded for, uh, was it um, the guy that was on Kansas City last year? Houston. Justin Houston, James? Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, okay. There it is. That this one. Is <laughs> <laughs> see if my Wi-Fi is finally working so I can figure out who I'm talking about. Anyways, they invested very heavily in their in their defensive line, and they have a very strong running attack, which was what the Redskins have done, dra- investing heavily in Durant Payne, Matt Ioannidis, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, and most likely to be Chase Young. Chase Young. And, you know, gotta be. pass rusher gotta wasn't be. high on the, the, the 49ers didn't necessarily need Joey Bosa, but when you have someone uh, of that level talent. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, excuse me. You, well, either Bosa. So many yeah. Bosa's. Yeah. Um, Bosa. <laughs> when you have a talent Bosa like that. Bosa vet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, you got to take them. Mm. And I, I just, they, they controlled the offense, they controlled the Ooh. time of possession, and got to the quarterback where Aaron Rodgers just was. Uh, scared. I yeah. mean, I mean, he was running for <laughs> yeah. his life for the most part. I, 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 I mean, this ge- that game, right there. I, 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 you know, if you were to ask me a couple weeks ago, how would you like the national championship game to play out and the 49ers season to play out? Yeah. Like, okay, Joe Burrow, go ball out in the championship game, make it impossible for the Bengals to pass up on you, and mm-hmm. then, like you said, Tom, Joey Bosa, just or Nick, whichever mm-hmm. effing one it is. Go and wreck shit and make it impossible for the Redskins to pass on. Because Chase, Chase Young, Young was the better. Like, yeah. They both played at Ohio State, but Chase Young is dominating. He, with, he's projected they, higher than what Yeah, Bosa absolutely. Because he's done better and he played less games in his senior year. And, or junior year, whatever it may be. Yeah. Like Robert Henson, friend of the program, said, best player available. BPA. Got a draft, best player available, and he's going to be that guy. And, and he might be that BPA at number one. Niners blueprint is the blueprint to follow, it seems like, for the Redskins. Sure. Um, no, a- absolutely. And it was – I just lost my train of thought. I, I can't believe he completed eight passes. Um, I mean, Tannehill was doing that True. the AFC, too. True. It was – and Green Bay has a heck of a defense, Well, the though. thing is – like, but Tannehill's man. winning, what, 22 to 14, whatever it was. I mean, the Niners put up no, 37 I mean, it's points. it's crazy how much they did with just running, but it's also they're up by so much. Why would you pass? Yeah. yeah. So the, the running game is working, and it's bleeding the clock. Yeah. I'm not throwing the ball. No. I understand. Like, even like third, like third and five, third and six, just, I mean, he had. I mean, they were no running an eight, nine-yard clip. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like a JV. It really was. Imagine. It was rookie level on Madden. I mean, just power eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, So... I know Porter's got to leave in a few minutes, so I did want to oh. uh, give you your Rotten Gregory's time. Oh, yeah. Um, so I know... Early Gregory's. Early Gregory's. <laughs> I know um, I just I got Disney Plus Hell yes. yesterday and watched all the Mandalorian. <laughs> Definitely recommend it to you guys. I don't know if you yeah, heard of it. Have you heard of it? Ever heard of it? Ever. <laughs> is that the Star Trek? Thing? Ian, did you finish it? <laughs> no, not yet. I'm gonna start it back. I didn't up. know you were a Trekkie. No, <laughs> but uh, no. So I watched the last season of The Man in the High Castle. Uh, okay, it was a season, uh, season finale. No, 
series finale, excuse me. Series finale. And it was I don't Tom, did you continue? I am through season two. I I guess what was frustrating about the show because conceptually it's amazing. Yeah. Um and it's something that very well could have happened historically. And Bobby, if, if you're scientists. not, it's basically uh, the the premise behind the man in the high castle is what happens if the axis of power won. Ah. So uh, Germany gets uh, like okay. the eastern half of the states, and Japan gets the you know western half. Yep. So split by the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, it was again conceptually. It was it was. Re- I was like, oh, I'm all in. What's this this sounds like right up my alley. Hmm? What is this on the platform? Uh, it's on uh, Amazon. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it is. I mean, it goes at a snail's-like pace. I really so. want to read the book comparatively because the problem with the show, I think, is that, I, and maybe only would know this by reading it, but there's just so much character development and backstory mm-hmm. that it just it takes a while to get that concept going. Mm-hmm. And then it drops like a bunch of, like, what the fuck kind of, like, um, ending uh, end of the episodes, like, like Lost mm-hmm. and Cliffhangers. That it just like it gets you, but it takes a lot of commitment to get there, and not to discourage anyone, because the show is good. Mm-hmm. I did like the show. There were multiple moments in season four. I was like, "Yes, I was waiting for that. That's awesome. It happened. Good." And then the ending just gave up midstroke. Oh man, yeah, like, like Game of Thrones level bad. Uh, the fact they had to think about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch this show. <laughs> it's. I was so glad. I'm gonna get. Like, how many seasons? I'm it's get only a, four a good, seasons. A good season four? and a half. It's only. It's only four seasons, and it, I. I liked it because it. It finished the story. Okay, so it. Yeah. It yeah. concluded the 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 narrative. I'm glad that it did that. What I didn't like, I honestly, I didn't like the last three minutes of the of the of the series. How um, many books are there? I don't know. I don't know if it's one book or a series of books. Yeah. Or I just know it's based on a book. See, gotcha. and, and Porter, like why why I haven't been itching to get back to it is I, I don't mind heavy dialogue, you know, cerebral type shows. I mean, yeah. it's one of those that you have to pay attention every second. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, I have ADD. I can't yeah. pay attention. But um, it was like even that was tough for me. Like, yeah, man, like. And I watch something just a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy because it's like, because Hoover's in it. Hoover's like one of the Nazis in America. It's like all the crazy shit that he did with the FBI that was completely mm-hmm. fucking illegal and like yeah. surveillance and everybody. Like he's helping the American Nazis. Like it's it's oh, wow. really, really interesting. Um, and like the position in which people are put into, like what would you do in yeah. the scenario of which you would be, you know, like well, it, it goes it goes into John Smith a lot more in okay. season four. His cool. backstory his um and John Smith's one of the main uh, protagonists uh, mean, uh in the uh You mean Joe or is he still No. No no no. Captain John John Smith, Smith is the Captain vice from Pocahontas. He's he's the leader of the okay. American yep. Nazis yep. or whatever. Yep. Um and they show all the horrible shit that he did. Yep. And like how he used to be like a good person. Yep. And, and basically threw it all away for just to survive through uh Nazi occupation and then mm-hmm. took it on his own. Um and just the resistance fighting back to that, like it, it goes into a lot. It's it's really really good. It goes uh, more into those characters as opposed to like the side resistance characters. You know, one thing I thought through the two seasons, I think that's really really just the whole time when you're watching like Nazi occupied America, not in um, Empire occupied Japan, twenty twenty, is just the yeah the fear. Like every yeah. single American, yeah yeah, is absolutely freaking terrified 
at all times. Yeah. Yeah. And like the level of paranoia that they have to live with. Yeah, they're no, just, they know they're under a microscope. And because the Japanese and Germans are just so like their attention to details next level. Yeah. And just like the slightest hiccup there. Yeah. They could be killed. Right. No, it was, right. it was, it's a very, very interesting show. If you, it's, it takes a certain person would like it. It does take a first season. Like you got to power through the first season. The first season takes a while explains and goes into like doesn't it doesn't explain a lot and it is powerful but it is just all right let's pick it up here let's yeah where's when's the action happening like what's going on so uh, one thing i did want to everyone's seen the joker right no yes oh really i don't know i haven't seen it yet okay never mind according to sean it's an oscar-worthy performance (laughs) he loved it his foster, his his brother, yeah, Ian Foster. I didn't. Ian Foster's brother. I didn't brother. love it. I mean, not the. No, my brother. He like loves that mo- that movie. I know, I know. you're doing a bit. <laughs> he, did, he did say Joaquin, like you know, it's, right it's, like anything. It's it it's disturbing. It. Yeah, he's like that. it's one of those. I'm glad I, I liked it. I I I could see. Super well, fucked up. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix said, it, "I don't think the problem with the Joker was necessarily him, no. other than the excessive dancing, but." <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> You're a, but if, if he could dance like you, it'd be a different story. Yeah. Um, it was just, it's one of those movies that I'm not going to watch again. Really? It was a good I, movie that I won't watch. I'm going to watch it again just to give it another whirl. Mm-hmm. Because I watched it, we, well, we watched it the day, the Sunday coming back from Abby's wedding. Oh. So I was in a just hungover funk. funk and a half. <laughs> and I think I even fell asleep during it. And I never fall asleep during movies. But it was slow paced and I fell asleep for like a good ten, fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll give it another whirl. It, it that might not have been a fair shake that I gave. Porter, it. have you seen it? I have, yeah. I saw it in theaters. Hope loved it. It was uh well obviously Danielle hated it, but really she hated it. Really? Huh. Danielle. Danielle. <laughs> She's Not like, yeah. just suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's how mental illness works. That's, that's <laughs> being crazy, crazy. That's an Italian if I ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> just eat something. <laughs> <laughs> He's just hungry. Just skin and bones. Oh, yeah. How many, how many tequitos? Yeah, I, what was the taquito ranking for the show? Uh, I, give it a, I give it a... It's not a four. It's not a three and a half. I've never given it a 3.75 before, but... It's worthy of that. Okay. Just do a three and a half of a good tequila. I, I think there was a uh, lot of underlying themes with that yeah. movie. I mean, obviously, it's... Wait, that, wait, is that for Joker or the show that you watch? That's watched? the show. Okay. Yeah. What about yeah. Joker? The Joker? I give it 40 tequilas. 40 tequilas? I give it a solid four. I, a, I really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. There was, I liked it, too. I it like was, how it made him, like, it wasn't a comic book. It made no, it, like, this no. is a... a standalone film. This is a person who's on the brink of a psychotic break. And it shows the uh, like that following up to it, and then it happening, and it's just like holy shit. Yeah, yeah, and it was because this is. I mean, I know this is not a Batman film, but everything with the Joker has been PG thirteen. Yeah, right. this this was not. Yeah, right. And uh, it, it needed to be for how Joaquin Phoenix wanted to portray him. It it needed to be really really freaking dark. Yeah, it was kind of like watching Chernobyl. Where it's it's good, it's it's slow, it's intense, and it but it's just really disturbing. It's a tough yeah. watch. Yeah. yeah, it's it's something like you need to watch. Like I watched South Park after I watched that. Like, yeah, I need something to pick me back up. I really like the nod to the Dark Knight when he's in the back of the cop car when he's driving through driving through the city, and he's like looking at everything like oh, going yeah. fucking mm-hmm. crazy and shit. I thought that was really cool. All right, 
I gotta check it out. I'm there. There is a, there is a show that came recommended to me from Barbieri, and before I say anything, I'm gonna get made fun of about it. But it's an Italian mafia show. Of course well, it is. Course Ita- it is. But it's actually an Italian show. It's um, in all the Italian man called. <laughs> it's basically the uh, Italian mob version of Peaky Blinders. Because when you think of mafia, you think of Sopranos and the mm-hmm. three-piece, firmly custom mint suits and. Slick back hair and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Euro trash. This is, this is it's Euro trash oh, so in Naples. It's modern time. It's not in Naples. Like in in Naples. Or like that. Modern times in Naples. It's all subtitles. It is really really good. Uh, you know what I want to see? I want to see Telemundo do a fucking Italian crime TV show. <laughs> I feel like that'd be the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> Five taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. What's uh, it called? What's it called? It's called Gamora. Um, Gamora. Yeah, it's got a lot of. Uh, is there Sodom there? Nice. There's a lot of prison scenes, so there's a. It's <laughs> that was right. That's the second biblical joke we've had tonight. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of um, as I guess the whoever came up with this story, but really liked Oz, like yeah. the early first three seasons oh, of Oz, amazing. which is yeah. so good. Yeah, um, a lot of stuff like that. It's cool. Nice, Porter. You would like it, despite the Italian. What's it on? Netflix. Ooh. Of course, they got everything. I saw nineteen seventeen. Oh, I've heard, I've heard, heard good things. I've, I've just only heard amazing things. It was yeah. really fucking good. The cinematography is fucking insane. It's supposed See, to look like it's a one cut. Yeah, Barbieri told me it's one cut the entire time. It's not really, but it like can't the, be. the whole first act is. That's amazing. Do you? I get my question. Do you? I don't know a lot about World War One history, it's other really than the fact that the war started because a Duke was shot. Yeah, but it's. Um, it's do you also need really a short. Duke? No, 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 no. You don't need another history of it. No, no, no. Okay. no. It's. But th- this is not spoiling it. It's Don Kirk meets Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, that's nice. what that's what it is. Um, so no, you don't need any backstory. Trench warfare. They keep cutting yeah. our lines. Yeah. Um, Porter was trench warfare a bad idea? Uh, I think it was a necessity. So here's of the thing: warfare at the time. Yeah. But yeah, I think I we liked it. Megan and I both really liked it. Five taquitos. Uh, I don't know if Greg's gonna like it. Really? Because <laughs> it's a war movie, so you have high standards. Correct. I think you're gonna be real nitpicky about some of the war things that happened. It looks awesome. Acting is phenomenal. Every British actor ever is in it, like Colin Firth. I'm more so I, I can see where you're coming from. But I that. feel like you're gonna be like Bobby, that I would never actually, fucking happen. I, I found like, this video on YouTube of a Marine breaking down Marine Corps battle scenes in movies <laughs> and then just <laughs> nitpicking every single thing. And I sent it to the Porter. I was like, this is very much your wheelhouse. <laughs> I was say, was it Porter uh, it, talking to a TV screen? fantastic about it. I feel it like good. historical war movies, I, I give more leeway. Mm-hmm. They were like, like modern, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, never reloading and... It's yeah. also cool that this movie is written off of stories that the director's grandfather told him. Hmm. Um, oh, really? Yeah, nice. from who, who who fought in World War One. So it's like it's 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 not a true story, but it's based off yeah. like stories that he's he heard from his grandfather. That was some of the worst conditions in like military oh, yeah. history. Yeah. So oh, like, the, the, why like, they called the, it the Great the, War, and they're like, no one's ever going to do this again because it was so fucking terrible. And here comes Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler, hold my beer. Hold my Just beer. because he was a sore <laughs> loser. Um, it's the whole like first act, or I, don't, I mean, it's a short movie. The whole movie's under two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a, mm, it, it, dude, we got Dug in the times. Yeah, we walked in the theater at seven o'clock. It started at seven o five. We were out before nine. It's weird when so like, like a blockbuster movie so with, like, isn't two trailers like, too. Two hours oh, and twenty shit. minutes. 
Um, but like the whole first 20, maybe 30 minutes is the one shot opening scene. And they're like fucking running through and crawling through mud, dirt. And it, it's like some Just fucking craziness. crazy war ass yeah. uh, circumstances. Yeah. But again, acting was great. The cinematography was phenomenal. Definitely worth to see. Go see it in theaters. It's cool to see in theaters. So Just like the visuals cool. and the sound effects that they put in. Yeah. Um, that it's really fucking cool. Five taquitos from 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 Babo. Dope. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. All right. Well, Porter, you have to get out of here. Yep. We're gonna take a quick break so Talk we can let you uh, say your do a do's. Give Porter a follow at Porter in person on Twitter. <laughs> um, I am the internet. Thank you for stopping <laughs> by for thirty minutes. Sorry, uh, your time got cut short, but. Hopefully we'll get an earlier start time next week. Yeah. Um, how about that? And we'll get a full Super Bowl preview Yeah, hopefully my there. bathroom won't sweet, flood. Sweet, 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 sweet. That too. Yeah. <laughs> and then you won't <laughs> flood <laughs> my bathroom <laughs> in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the tallies are struggling with bathrooms today. <laughs> I'm not having a good day. Like, what's he doing? His taxes down there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to let Porter get out of here, and we'll be right back. Back on the Put Me In Coach podcast. Thanks for Gregory for stopping by. It was a shame that we had to cut it a little short, but yeah, yeah. you know, he's driving back to Baltimore. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, he's got to wake up by five. I, I give him that one. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for I appreciate him coming. That no, was, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we. I th- also think it was you know what it was. Also, Terps playing tonight. We had to wait for the end of the game to start getting set up and everything. So yeah. we're not getting ready till nine. Tom had a issue with back at the house. Yeah, with he the, was, re- he was mo- the out remodeling. The um, oh man. Because so, he got here at like 7, and he was freaking out the entire time. Something's out of our control, but at least we got him for the first half hour. Um, and now that we do breaks, it, it's yeah. kind of, <laughs> it works out. Oh. Um, so real quick before we move on, we are going to touch on the Capitals on the ice and then the Wizards on C-A-T-S. the hardwood. But first, we also have to wrap up um, because we kind of ran through the championship games real quick and football stuff um, so we can get to Rotten Gregory's before he had to leave. Uh, so let's finish that real quick and then head on to other sports. We have pick'em results. Son of a bitch. <laughs> this week, there are three people that picked, had um, both games correct. Tom, Healy, Daniela. Because of that. Yep. Healy is the champion. Healy is the champion. Yes, she is. Bobby, you had one correct. You picked Kansas Winning City. Winning off the field. Ian, you were you picked the Titans and Packers. Yeah, so. I went under. And Porter picked <laughs> the Titans and Niners. So at the moment, the standings are 169 for Healy. <laughs> second, so nice. nice. Pick pick the opposite one, Healy. Second, you already won. Second place, Bobby 166. Porter and Tom are tied at 165. Daniela is at 160. Ian, 156. Now, I know that Healy won, but I think between the three of us, Tom, Bobby, Porter, we should still, you know, put a lot of emphasis in this last week. To see oh, yeah, no, I was going to say, I need to, I need to get this pick to secure second place. Yes. And continue the nickname. I, the, no. <laughs> that, that is not, what's the nickname? Second, second place, place Bob. Bob. No, nah, we're not, we're not. I'm second place Tom. That's not a thing. Oh, <laughs> oh but isn't it, though? No, it is, and it's really <laughs> fucking annoying. 
But guys, it's okay because my culture is damn good. I mean, you know, the culture. I'm even looking at that. Actually, damn good. That dark game between you and he. I know. That's what. It's second place, Bob house. over here. It's this house. <laughs> I've won darts maybe twice. <laughs> I ran. I won the first around the world, but then Ian smoked us the last time we played. And <laughs> his first try, so we had to restart. <laughs> I did wait. I did win the big darts game up there. Yeah. Yeah, I was so drunk. I'm so I'm, I'm so glad you, you were doing your that. you were doing your uh, leaning the toss. Lean, where, where I can't. I'm, I got the yips when I get too yeah. drunk. I get the yips, <laughs> and I'm do. like I'm like Markel Fultz at the fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Lean forward, or you lean to the. I, like I keep on trying to shoot, and it just my body won't let and me. So always, then I keep on lean, and then he, and then I just eventually throw it. But then he like takes a step, step to the floor <laughs> and to the left. Yeah, and it just <laughs> and it's not even close to where I want it. No. Like I'm a good dart thrower. No, you are. But when I get like that, I am. Garbage. Darts are. I it's like hard. to shoot everything like a beer pong ball. That is, darts are not a game for finesse. No, I just it needs I, to be like straight. That's why I was mm-hmm. Megan first Velocity. started playing with us. I was like, you're not gonna hurt the board. Throw it hard. Yes, you yeah. want to throw it hard because like the softer you throw, the more it's just gonna drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I said this when she when she beat me. Uh, yeah, no, it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was when she beat me yesterday. I was like, I don't think I'm as good as I think I am, and I think Megan's better than she thinks she is. I agree with hers, uh, absolutely. Yeah, she is. You know, she she just she just wants to have fun with her friends, which is totally fine. But she's like, ah, I'm never gonna win. And it's like, she, you know what she did twice that I meant to tell you yesterday? She did this twice. She was like struggling to get twenty. She's like, I hate twenty. I can't get twenty because it's at the top. It never works. And yeah. I was like, that's why I always go twenty eighteen first because mm-hmm. then the rest are at the bottom. They're easier to get. And she goes, I'm never gonna get twenty. Nailed a triple twenty on <laughs> her, her next turn on the first th- on the first throw. Then it took us 15 minutes to get bullseye. We were both stuck on bullseye, and she goes, I'm never gonna hit. We're saying, this is never gonna end. We're never gonna hit bullseye. Hits tr- hits double single bullseye on her next throw. <laughs> she did it twice where she said it's never gonna happen, and then just drills it. I was like, you have to stop doing that. <laughs> I'd say keep on doing it. No, Haley. keep on. Do- I'm, I'm saying stop being so negative about yourself because you're actually throwing well. Yeah, you're good at it. But yeah, anyways, he, he was good at darts. I digest. Um, yeah. So I no back. To, but to Tom's point, I want to. Yeah, this pick is big because I need to finish in second. Because now, it's so you guys are all tied. No, I'm up by one. So they technically could catch me. Oh, they can't okay. pass me, but they can. But tie at least me. they could tie. Yeah. You want the outright second place, Bob? Yeah, motherfucker. What else? Did I finished second place in Fo- fantasy football. I won a lot on DraftKings this year. Yeah, you did. I think you won the most on DraftKings. Yeah. I did really well on DraftKings this year, so that's that's I got that going for me, which right. is nice. <laughs> gunga, gunga, galunga. Uh, goddamn. Uh, well, Tom's in the bathroom, so it's just Iggy and I and I are chatting. Um, I guess Tom have, does he have more pick'em results to go over? I don't. Know. Do we want are we because we're not doing a pick'em this week unless we want to pick the Pro Bowl. How do they do in the Pro Bowl? So I don't know. Is uh, it, it's not. Is there? Are they doing the draft or is it the NFC versus that's a, AFC? Uh, I feel like there are captains, like legendary captains, quote unquote legendary. I don't know, but I I always think. I mean, the Pro Bowl is I think the worst All Star game of the major four, right? By far. Yeah, but the best part about the Pro Bowl is all the skill competitions they I do. I love the skill games. The shit that they do is is really cool. Um, but I mean, wh- uh, oh I know Tom likes having this conversation every year too. But I mean, what do you do about the Pro Bowl, man? Do you just not play? Like, should we just get like a system where like you're named a Pro Bowl, but there's no game? We're and gonna have a it. skills competition. There's gonna be like a red carpet, and then that's it. I'd be I'd be very game for that because I used to love the Pro Bowl. 
Just because. Just because. And they actually played football. And yeah. now, and I think also I kind of heard this rant on the radio today being like, you know, it's like, you know, since they've changed the rules so much, watching a game, you see like a defensive lineman make a great move and get to the quarterback and then hold up and, and then not just tackle stop. him. Yeah. yeah. And so like, all right, so now we're not playing football. So why don't we figure out another way to do this? Until the fourth quarter. Right. Then all of a sudden, sometimes when they do the draft thing, they get a little more competitive juices flowing. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, football is the most physical of the four major sports. It's hard to play a meaningless game that you want players to actually play in because yeah. it's, you know, you know, so easy for them to get hurt. Their careers are on the line. Um, it's meaningless. But, yeah, it's this is the slowest week in the sporting world of the year because I know, and I hate it. it's – no football playoffs this year. It's the week before the week before the Super Bowl, leading up to the Super Bowl. No hockey. No hockey. It's NHL All-Star break. Even though there were games on tonight, which I'm guessing are the last games. Yes. Um, but the Caps don't play this week. It's just NBA and college hoops. Um, so, you know, if you're not a big fan of either, like, ba- I, mean, wh- I mean, it's baseball offseason. I mean, I guess they have the Hall of Fame election tonight. Where are you on Derek Jeter not being a – I think that one dude is a fucking dude. Well, I mean, who the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, who looks at Derek Jeter's resume and is like, nah. Was he the greatest shortstop of all time? No. No, but he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's an abs- He's a no-brain first ballot Hall of Famer, and I just don't understand by looking at it, you could be like, nah, not this year, Derek. Yeah. I th- like, And that's coming from an Orioles fan. Right. Like, I fucking hate Derek Jeter. Well, I respect him, but right. I, I hated him for years. I love that respect video, that that Jordan commercial. Man, that was so good. That was so cool. (laughs) Um, But that guy is just doing it just to do it and just to be that guy. He'd be like, yeah, I didn't vote for Derek Jeter. Porter and I were like, that dude's definitely from Boston. And he's like, Derek Jeter? No. No. Next year, go Sox. Yeah, go go fucking Sox. Tom Brady's a better baseball player than Derek fucking Jeter. (laughs) Are you sure? But that's ridiculous. Anyways, yeah, boring sports week. Um, it's, it's, It's kind of... I don't know. I don't want to say tough to be a sport. I mean, it's just what I mean. What do you What do you do? Catch up on Netflix? I get. Yeah, actually, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you because I usually look forward to, like, I mean, and we're gonna talk about the Caps later. Caps are much watch hockey. Right Must now. fucking watch. They are on fire. Actually, let's just get into this right now because Tom's not gonna have too much to say about the Caps anyways. Um, Ovi just put together the best week that we have seen a hockey player put together in in a long time. Uh, eight goals, two hat tricks. Um, in three games. In three games, sparking a huge comeback win on the road against a really good Islanders team. Um, they enter the All-Star break in first place with best record in hockey. I, I, I mean, they're they're setting themselves up for – I mean, soon we're going to have to start talking about what are they going to do with the trade deadline because they're going to have to add pieces to make another run at the Cup. Correct. And uh, I, they are – and my dad even mentions the other day too – how do you not turn on the TV to watch Alex Ovechkin every night? I, I just don't get it. It's like the other day, the Islanders game, it was the same time as the Maryland basketball. Oh, excuse me. And then it was the third period, and it was the second half, and I was like, there's no fucking – we were still – we were down 4-1. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm watching the Caps game. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was after the fourth goal, I forget it, Taze, fucking Taze. Not the good taze, a different one. Did the koozie celebration on his second goal. Did the bird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. And then they just had an onslaught. 
and just whooped them. I remember I was texting the group chat. I was like, nope, nope, three goals. Yeah. Nope, four. Yep. Five. Yep. Hat trick. It was amazing. It was one of the best periods I've ever watched. And it was just a good, a big fuck you. Yep. Sorry, Barry. But, you know. No, I mean, nothing to Barry. But it's just, no, fuck you, the guy who did the bird. Eat my, eat my, oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Caught myself. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, I mean, they are just, they are never, never, ever out of it. They, they, they're like, they're like. The hockey version of the Chiefs, like they, they, they can score at a rapid pace whenever yep. they want. They're, I, I don't know how did they score any. I wasn't watching the game. Did they score any power play? I know their power play has been struggling a lot recently. It, it has been, um, at I least in the turn of the calendar year. It has been, but I was it. I think mo- the majority of them were full strength. So they, they get that turned around, but I mean they. Had, but when they're out power- of all these goals the, in the eight, I think like three of them were um, power play. Yeah, Two, at least and two. none of them were empty netters. The last one was. The last one was? Yeah, for the hat trick in the last the game Islanders? against the Islanders. Really? Yeah. I thought that was – oh, okay. No, he juked them at the at the half and then uh, just okay. yanked it. All right, but still. No, it was amazing. Yeah, usually you hat tricks usually – I mean, come and, at like – And I was there at the first game. When you had two. Against Carolina. In the first in the period. the first fucking period. Yeah. I wanted that hat trick so goddamn bad, Bobby. But and, he, and we were sitting in that – like in Porter. Thank you, Porter. We got amazing seats, and we were right there, right there at the the, the net where Ovi was scoring the goals. God, right. it was so electric. Well, he uh, he said, "Sorry, Ian, I'll get you. I'll get you two hat tricks this and, week. How about that?" And I accepted it. And I accepted. I would have loved f- for the hat trick for me to have been there, but yeah. I will take one of the best weeks in hockey history. Um, other news, uh, we kind of glossed over or mentioned, I mean, very briefly at the end of last week's episode was obviously the Nick Backstrom extension. Uh, what was it? Four years? Five years. Five, five years. 40-something million. 42 million, mm-hmm. I, wa- I want to say it was. Um, so basically makes him a capital for, for life. Uh, Fucking right. And, you know, I think Ovi's a free agent after next year. Yes. I don't think it's this year. I think it's after next year. And I'm sure he'll they'll do a kind of a similar deal with him to keep him around for the duration of Backy's now extension extended mm-hmm. contract. Uh, I mean, we can talk about Ovi's accolades all we want and how he's the greatest scorer of all time. A lot of that credit has to go to Nicholas Backstrom. I mean, I want to know how many of Ovi's goals now, goals have been assisted by Nicholas Backstrom yeah. because those two. I mean, they are now. Probably forever, obviously winning a cup helps, but now the forever the two faces of DC hockey, without question, and and deservedly so. Yeah, and you know, in a handful of years, hopefully not nothing anytime soon, but you're going to see number eight, number nineteen in the rafters oh, at yes. Capital One Arena right next to each other, and their numbers will be retired because they'll be the greatest hockey players to play in in this city. Um, yes, of all time, Nicholas Backstrom is honestly, in my opinion, the most underrated hockey player ever. He just doesn't get any credit. No credit. And he, he had the most assists in the entire decade. Mm-hmm. And people don't give him any fucking credit. No. They How still many All-Stars has he had? One. I think it's just one. Did one. he finally get in? I think he got I in like a couple years ago like, got, as an because alternate. Because Caps fans like, like started like spreading the awareness that like this is one of the biggest snubs ever. Travesty. Yeah. It is a travesty. Oh, he might not have an All-Star. Yeah. He, he got one. He had to have gotten one. 
How much is Iggy going to flip his table if he doesn't have one? I'm going to lose my gun. Where's Alexa? He's got none. Really? Oh, okay. Wait, I'll st- wait, what is this? Are you on Wikipedia? No, it says NHL All-Star. No, I'm just messing with you. No, hockey reference. I don't know what this means. It says NHL All-Star team, though. Oh, look. Oh, wow. He Anyways. Um, but and the other thing, too, I think some, some people were criticizing the the length of the deal, given his age. He is 32. So add five years, he'll be here until he's 37. 37. I'm good with it. I'm good, too. And, and the money's, I mean, I think fair and not, like, pressing them caps up against the cap. <laughs> nice. Like, you know, uh, the salary cap. And that keeps this core nucleus of, I mean, it, I, I guess this means Braden Hopi's out the door after this season. Yeah. But, I mean, it's keeping, Looking I mean, like we're going to have, Tom, I've already mentioned the probability that the caps will extend Ovi sometime soon, too, to mm-hmm. for the duration of his career. Is this, we're at the end of his 13-year contract? It's coming up. I think it's coming It's either the, after the end of this season wow. or next season. And, um, you know, so it's Obi so underpaid. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Carlson, Kuzi, Wilson. I mean, now, now Verana. Verana, yeah. Uh, so that's the core nucleus for the next five, around five years. Yep. And looking like Sam Sonoff. Uh, that was my next yeah. question. Sam Sonoff. Is, is he... Are we? Do we have another Grubauer situation on our hands? Or yeah, he looks like he's better than Gruby. So is that right? As of right now, yeah, he's. He, I think he has the is best a, the best goal against average in the NHL. He has right a now. F- he has a full goal less than Holby. Holby, yeah, two hundred six to three hundred nine goals against average. Which I really think is the for Samsonov and Holby's in now, the last year of his contract too, right, Bob? Yeah, he'll be a free okay. agent after this season. Um, is Samsonov a rookie? Y- yes, I want to say. Wait, did, no. It's Samsonov. It's Sam's so frustrating. Samsonov. Yeah, I'm always like Samson. I was way off. Okay. Now, also, this is also in 14 less games yes, than Holpe's. Correct. And um, Holpe is the better goaltender. 17 just, less starts. He's just Samsonov is just hotter right now. Mm-hmm. Right, and it, so yes, we could be having a Grubauer situation where. Samsonov is just playing better down the stretch, but that could be also a good thing. Hey, Give Hopi his rest. Yeah, yeah, let's let's not forget that the our 2018 Stanley Cup championship run. Let's never right. forget. Um, it started with Group Hours as a starter. Exactly, it did, and we wanted him to start. Yeah, we all did. And that was the right call. Yeah. Now you found on O2. Didn't see that coming, but then I mean that Hopi then played. Yeah, that lit a fire under his ass. Red. So I I will forever say no. that was the right decision. You know, really that X factor of that team, well, there was a lot of X factors, but it was Kuzi that was really ascending to another level. God and then he disappointed cocaine. last year. Cocaine. He is a rookie. What about this year? Is it is it better? He is he is plateaued mm-hmm. so much. Kuzi? Yeah. Like Verona has ascended higher than Kuzi right now. And I'm here for it for Verona, but I expect so much more out of Kuzi. He was gonna be a superstar. He was. He, I, I still think it's there. It's there. It's definitely I there. I think he's still tactically one of the most talented players doesn't in he, hockey. Doesn't it like kind of remind you of Semin, though, from years ago? Correct. Like There's times where he just shows that he has all the talent in the world, and there's others that you're just I so mean, he's, he's still third on the team in points. He's got 42 points, 16 goals, 26 assists in 46 games. It's three less than Ovi and Carly, um, and, le- and less than Rana. Mm-hmm. And he still has two more points than 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 Jacob does. Jacob. Jacob. Um, and do we have um, Ian? Your thoughts on the President's Trophy? No, never, ever, ever win the President's Trophy. 
Who has the best record right now? We do. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, half, it's only halfway. Halfway. <coughs> so we got time. Lose it at the beginning Okay. when we come back and, okay. then, and then get hot at the end. What seed into. were we when we won the cup? The second? <coughs> the third seed? Bob? Ooh, hold on. Seasons. Let me get this. Playoffs. What were we? 2018? 2018. God damn it. MBD. Hashtag it. I don't know what the record was. Ooh, nice, nice attempt out of Miss Luca. Hmm. What are the fucking standings? That was a fun parade day. It was. We're good I, at parades. I, I want. Well, no, we weren't. I, we were, I think we were two because the Leafs were number one because mm-hmm. we started on the road in the Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. and we were every other. Um, no, it was the, the Lightning that was number one. Sorry, you're right because right, we beat the right, Leafs right. in the first round. They're both round. blue. It's probably started with L. I do that shit all the time. Um, you're right. It's uh, so no, they were not. They did not win the Presidents. Trophy that year. Okay. When they won the cup. All right. So we just got to get back to that two seed. Um, back to the Backy and Obi situation. So, assuming Obi does get this extension, he is rapidly creeping up on the all time goal scoring list. He's, he's beating that. He's beating that record. Is he getting Gretzky? I, for me, I've been saying this for a while. I think he's catching Gretzky. A lot of people. Recently, because also the you know I think it's highlighted because of the week he just had when he scored eight goals in three games. Yeah, but it's like you know this dude he might be the only one who will ever have a chance at catching him. I think you it's almost a lock he's going to end up as at least a number two. Yes, uh, obviously I mean, barring injury. Right, I was going to say bar you know health obviously plays into a factor. Um, I'm guessing postseason goals count toward your overall goals for right? sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's he. He's averaging basically 50 goals a season, right? So, you know. The fact that that is a thing, <laughs> and Lamb and I were talking about that online today. It's like the only thing you question is if he's going to hit 50 or not. Right. That's the only question. He's already at 34 in yes. 49 games this season. Halfway through, he's got 34. A little bit more than halfway. Up. Yeah, so they've, what, it's an 82-game season. Mm-hmm. So. How many games did you say? 49? 49. So 30, 32, 33 games left. So that, I mean, that's he's already on pace to crush that. He scored fifty one last year, forty nine the year before, uh, only thirty three in sixteen seventeen. But then fifty, fifty three, fifty one, thirty. I mean, it's just the standard for him. I mean, he's already in his thirties, and he's still at thirty four goals at the at the All Star break. Right, and it's I don't think you know he'll lose a step obviously as he gets older, but I don't think that that slop shot's gonna gonna get any worse. No, and he he. His home in the office, he's just going to sit right there. Yeah. He's still going to – from the office, he'll get at least 25 goals a year. Yeah. How many more years do you think he really has at this – At this level? I yeah. think he's – I think he is – Two to three? At this level, where he could score at least 40 goals. Then he's got another, what, six? So, so. I mean, shit. Yamir Yager yeah, played until he was like fucking 46. You know, knock on wood, he's been healthy. Exactly. Right. If he stays healthy. And again, I was going to say, I think he is just a different animal. I think the, he is rush machine never break. I think he is built to play until he he doesn't want to anymore, yeah. which will be in his 40s. Yeah. When he beats the record. Right. And I mean, he's in fourth place now? The, the people nah, that. He just cracked top 10, but. That it, just laugh about him he's moving not up being able to do it. I'm like, well, you haven't just looked at the numbers. You just mm-hmm. think that it's. A, I think the points, the overall points, is, is unattainable. I don't think anybody's going to beat that. Yeah, and and, he, and he Wayne is the goat. I, Wayne is the goat. I, I've always said that Wayne is the goat. It's not even a question. Yeah. But when it comes to goal scoring, there's nobody better than the great eight. Right. I and and also I think too, 
you take Gretzky, place him in this era of hockey, he doesn't score as many goals as he has. No. Because, Ren, I think he's a GOAT. He's a phenomenal hockey player. Greatest scorer of all time. But and facilitator. It was, he had both. It was, you're right. And he, the goalies that were playing in his era were not as big, not as fast, not as well padded. And the it goals was so, were, were, were huge. It was so <laughs> much easier to score goals. And now goalies are never been bigger, faster, stronger. More padded, take up more space in that goal, and a smaller goal, and, and smaller he goal. and Ovechkin is still scoring. And, at and this that's pace. and that's you could say that. I feel like you'd say that about sports in general because you remember mm-hmm. Wilt Chamberlain was seventh one or whatever, and you know most average centers in the NBA at that time were six 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 seven. You know you could say the same thing about you know NFL offensive linemen thirty years ago were you know two sixty two seventy or whatever. It, mm-hmm. It's it's hard to really you know translate into modern times, but there are those you know, exceptional athletes that regardless of what era they played in, they're going to be fantastic. Yep. Like, you know, I, I think like Larry Bird, for example, I think would be unbe- an unbelievable stretch for yeah. in today's NBA. He didn't shoot threes. Yeah. And he's probably the best shooter of the decade. Right. Um, Yager is third all-time in goals at 766. He played for 24 years. Wow. 24 seasons, I should say. He was here. Part of that was here, which yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, it was not good. That was such a big deal, too. Yeah, it was. Because he came from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then Ovechkin is at, he is tied for ninth with Steve Eiserman. Eiser. With 692, and he has played 15 years. So if he's on the Yager pace, he's got nine more seasons left. Mm-hmm. And he's only. 200 goals away, 202 goals I for, away. I saw the... I mean, if he keeps at this... 50, to, to Gretzky's? To Gretzky's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody, if he keeps on this 50-goal pace, and that's the thing. he'll be three or four seasons away. Somebody did the numbers for it. They're like, okay, so he just needs at least one at least one more 50-goal season and then just average 20 for like the next however many years. Yeah, and he'll be right there. And he's there, yeah. and he's got it. And it's like, if you're telling me that Ovechkin cannot do that, then... You're crazy. I mean, again, barring injury. Bar- barring injury. This is all. He's got also like average on... playing like, you know, probably 80 games a season as well or 75. I think that's probably, I mean, his statistics are, are amazing, but like his longevity and his health is, is remarkable. He just never breaks. In, in a in a contact sport. It's like a LeBron a James sport. type thing. Like yeah. How they've in both like, gone that in the amount because, I mean, they're playing an extra month or two mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So, I mean,. And he was playing in the – he was representing Russia prior to that switching over this most recent Olympics. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's playing hockey year-round. And I think give him also credit for, for changing his game too. Because he doesn't – like, again, he doesn't have that speed he had when he was younger where he could just burn you and get to the goal. And then also – I mean, he has, you know, mastered the shot from his office. He has mastered at finding loose pucks and, and getting it to the back of the net. Um He's just completely changed his game around, so it fits what his skill set is right now, and that then contributing to the longevity of his career. Yep. Um, and then the same thing with Backy. I mean, Backy. I think this again. Why I think this contract is good for him is because his game is not based on speed. You know, it's about hand-eye coordination, controlling the puck, dishing the puck, distributing. 
he, he can do that until he doesn't want to skate anymore. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, him and Kuznetsov are so clutch on the power play right there because they just are dictating where that puck is going, mm-hmm. and they're setting up Ovechkin and Carly and Oshie in the slot, and it is y- good luck trying to stop that when they're hot. Who's gonna, yeah. I know I asked this last time we talked the Caps, but, you know, now we're at the half midway point of the season. Is it, Who's Halfway. the team that you're worried about? Is it the Lightning? Is it uh, Boston? Boston. Boston. I mean, probably. Boston Island. I'm, I'm, I worry about the Isle. I was going to say the Isle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Pittsburgh, if Crosby's healthy. I mean, Crosby's you always, on, You always got to be worried about he's, them. He's on a tear since he got it back, which pisses me off. They, Penguins love doing this bit. They play so bad for the first half, yep. and they're not in the playoffs, and then they just tear through the second half mm-hmm. and are like, it's like the second best It's like they purpose. Yeah. Yeah, so. they just sandbag you. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I saw projections, I think, by The Athletic that, like, I think the Caps and the Bruins are like the best odds to make the Eastern Conference final and I think they had a, I think they gave the Brewers a slightly better chance to make and win the cup than mm-hmm. the Caps. But yeah, I mean I think right now the way those two teams play I mean, and the other thing is too is aside from the last time we played them, we have the Bruins number. Yes. I mean, we always seem to play well against them and mm-hmm. they cannot figure us out. They Thank ki- you Joe Ward, never forget. Right. <sighs> they kicked our butts. The last time we played, but I mean, that's like I think that was like something like their first like win in regulation against in us regulation. in like like three years or mm-hmm. something. So yeah, great team, but for whatever reason, we play well against them. It'll and we be got Pasternak. That dude's. A, that dude's I hate that. He's dude. an animal. I hate that dude though. He's got thirty-seven goals. Yeah, but anyways, so fuck him. Fuck him. All right, we're gonna stay in the same arena. Uh, the Wizards played yesterday, coming off a victory against the Detroit Pistons. However, it was just a few days ago in which Bradley Beal, for the first time, really, really voiced his displeasure with the organization. And um, no, nah, because he called out Ernie that one time at practice. Didn't he, he did. Excuse me. Excuse me. But um, you're right. I apologize. But, I mean, that's, but, but that's separate. He, that's Ernie. He was also very correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. You that's know, that's a different category. Yeah. It's Ernie. I don't want to take out of context. What Bradley said, because it it was. I mean, he came off a frustrating loss on a team that's not going anywhere this season. And the amount of injuries, I mean, we're down to our, like our fourth string center where Jan Mahimi is playing 20, 30 minutes a night. That should never happen. That should never happen. And, you know, it's... Uh, when is he off this team? After this. This is last year. No, I know, but like I'm kind of on the actual days. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. want to hear the Dude, word. Dude, he had like 20. Name, he, had, he had like. I, I did see that actually. He did have a really good game the I other don't night. care. Watching I don't him, want, watching I don't him hear play, that name ever again. When he hit a three pointer last night, it was like one of those things where if someone you hate makes a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to laugh at that. Damn it. Good job, Ian. Um, and it's it's spelled I A N. It's Ian. Ian Mahimi. But I like that he doesn't disrespect the name. There you go. You know, so Brad said he's he's worried about the he mentioned the team culture. He mentioned he's just frustrated losing. And you know, a part of me is kind of frustrated by that. I mean, what do you expect to happen this year? Correct. You're you're no dummy. Yeah, you knew what was happening you're before you signed guy. that contract. You, you know exactly what you're getting into and then you, okay, the injury part like be frustrated about that, but I think he's also just frustrated at how well they played when he was not on the floor. Mm-hmm. Because they they had the three best wins of the entire season, <laughs> without Brad. Yeah, and then he comes back, and then all of a sudden says people people aren't playing hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, See, and I guess what 
I don't think Brad's that type of guy, but we are in an era in the NBA, which Bill fam- Bill Simmons famously coined the player empowerment empowerment era. Mm-hmm. That if they can manipulate whatever it is that they're whatever they're doing to go to a team that they want. We just saw this happen with Anthony Davis. We've seen it with LeBron James. We've seen it with Carmelo Anthony. You know, the list goes on. And so it's despite that extension that Bradley signed, like, hey, you're under contract. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I hate to not think of, you know, rumors circulating where he wants an opportunity to play for a championship. And I I get that. But, um, yeah. Has he addressed what he said since? Like, uh, yes, he did. Like, he did after the post game interview with Chris Miller. Mm-hmm. Just said, "I just want to win," and you know, we we just got to shake the shake the, ugh, shake some things up. And I mean, I hear what you're saying, and it's a frustrating. We knew what I mean. It's like the Orioles rebuild. We knew what we were getting into this season. You know, we knew it was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. We got the worst part about the organization out of the door in Ernie. We're totally revamping the analytical department, the scouting department, everything, the whole front office, which is all all well and good. There, there, there is a process being done here that has proven to be the right process and proven to succeed um, that successful franchises have followed in the past. But we knew that this season, like on the actual basketball court, was going to be tough. They're gonna they were gonna lose, um, and I. I I get that being like, what are you talking about? How do you not know you're, what you're getting into, especially when you signed your extension? But, you know, at the same time, he's a competitor. I feel like, you know, he's been hurt. He can't shake this leg injury for whatever the hell that no, is. He, he's lost his ability to be the one of the best three-point shooters in the game. I, so Shooting he, is like the worst percentage he he's He can't been get on the court. He's when he, I mean, John cro- Wall effect. That crossover was dirty the other day, though, too. Oh, man. Um, but, I mean, he, he I, he's obviously struggling to get back into his groove on the court. And like you say, he's seeing that they're playing well without him out there. I mean, as the guy who is supposed to be the guy for this team, that's probably got to be incredibly frustrating. And so, you know, maybe it was just, yeah, you hate to hear that from a player like that, especially a guy who you thought wanted to be here and knew what he was signing up for. But maybe it was just the, kind of the boiling point of frustration and just kind of he had to let it out. It's like, we're, we're not winning. I want to win. Um, you know, I'm not the guy. I'm not playing as well. I'm hurt. I can't get rid of this leg thing. So I mean, I think that happens. You know, it'd be one thing if this was like you know we were expecting them to win or contend for the Eastern Conference Championship, and the season was gone that way, and he was blowing up and calling out people. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I think in a season like this, it can be easily swept under the rug and forgotten or and forgiven. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know. We're all highly, as long as, as, long as it doesn't we're, we're all highly competitive, right? Yes, and I that, get it. Yeah, no, I I understand. It's just, it's still just worrisome because we've seen this every single year. Right. Where if someone's unhappy, regardless of whatever their situation is, they can manipulate their way out of it. And um, I, I again, I'm not I'm not saying that's going to happen. I, I know I'm a, I'm a cynic by nature, but um, I, I, I think that was a uh, no. I think that was just a lapse of reasoning at the time. And, you know, if I had a yeah. loss like that against the Bulls, who were probably worse than us, uh, don't you know, the Bulls I'd be that. frustrated too. But, you know, looking more into it, and we, we've mentioned this before, is the Bulls like 4 0 against us this season? Yeah, 3 and 1, I think. Um, Tommy Shepard. Mike Dunley. Uh, I, yeah. um, if I'm Brad. I'm I'm looking forward to I mean as a fan we're looking forward to the the years to come but I mean there are some good pieces Absolutely. in place yeah there's and you know there's going to be a little bit of salary cap relief with 
Yamahimi and unfortunately John Wall's contract situation is going to be awful. But um, mm-hmm. you know, if it wasn't for Ernie trading, goddamn Kelly Oubre, it, I'd feel a lot better. Um, Jermaine at work. We'll, just well be I like, mean, we need a Trevor. Like, don't don't mention year. Trevor Reza around the end. Like, <laughs> why you, you don't like Trevor Reza? Like, I love Trevor Reza. You got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. <laughs> but for giving up fucking Kelly Oubre for how old was Trevor Reza at that point? Thirty four. Yeah, to babysit. Get the fuck for with an expiring contract. Oh my god, I hate you already so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, but guys, it was important for us to try to make the playoffs last year. Yeah, we really needed it too. Really needed to get that, uh, that eight seed, seed against the, the Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> but no, seriously, because like, yeah, if you look at the roster, Bradley Bill, you know, you get a healthy John Wall back next year. Next year, you have some really good role players. Man. I mean, I know people are asking about Bertans, but you say you don't trade him, you keep him around. I think you trade him. Rui goes into his second season, hopefully healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should be back soon. Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant has shown a lot. Mo, Mo Wagner looks like he could be a legit piece. I mean, you have to be able to shoot to play in today's NBA. Troy Brown Jr. Every, doing anything? Dude, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's actually, our sixth man. He's looked good. Yeah. He's and our best defender. And then you have a lottery pick. We yeah. should have a lottery pick you next year. better have a fucking lottery pick. We'll have a lottery pick, but as long as we don't get effed like yeah. we did the last time. We got effed in the A. So, um, I mean, I, it's crazy. In the NBA, with the lottery system, you get lucky in a season like this. Dude, we, we got lucky when we got John Wall. I mean, they could be yep. good we next year. We have no business with that. Yep. They could actually be good next year. Yes. And like, I, if I you think, get like I, I think a top three or five player, that's a plug and play. Mm-hmm. They are better than I anticipated. And yes, absolutely. I, I That's almost – that could be worrisome, troublesome too because it, despite all those things you just mentioned, Bobby, we're not going to be better than Milwaukee next year. No. We're not going to be better than Philly. But um, if you can Brooklyn, like Brooklyn gets Kevin Durant back. Boston's yeah. still really good. Indiana's good. I mean, we're, we'll, we, we would be a playoff team now if we were healthy. And we were going to be better next year. But we're still not good enough, and I do not want to be the sixth and seventh seed again. That's true. Yeah. I'm sick of that. We saw that. And, you know, I, I understood it years ago because John and Brad needed that experience. And it was great for the fan base, but you know there needs to be. If Tommy Shepard could look at this from a bigger picture, uh, it needs to be better than that. And honestly, it's probably going to wait until Giannis leaves to go to Golden State or whatever to play with Steph Curry. Or I can't imagine who staying in Milwaukee, who also might have the number one overall pick this year. <laughs> they have the worst. Golden State has the worst record yeah. in the NBA. Oh Jesus! They'll Christ. have the best <laughs> odds for the number one overall pick. <laughs> That's so annoying. <laughs> So they'll get. So enjoy this season while you so can. They get, NBA yeah. fans, you know that's those poor back. Warriors fans. They get, you know, they're gonna have Steph and Clay back next year, yeah. and then you know the number one pick. That's so annoying. It was like when Peyton Manning left, and then yeah, then they get Cole's Andrew Luck. Horrible record one year. Yeah, and then they get Andrew Luck, which now he retired, but still, yeah, that's just not fair. Yeah, you had a you had a nice twenty year run, nineteen out of twenty years with amazing quarterback play. I'm sure. I'm sure that's terrible, um, <laughs> guys. About the, the, you know, player, the roster as it current as it currently is is not going to be the same come the trade deadline. I know Davis Bertans is probably the most um, attractive, as he should be. He's hideous. <laughs> not that jumper though. Not that jumper. Hey, just cover his face and just watch him. Just just watch his form all day. I can watch that all day. All day. I want to play him in beer pong. I'll whoop his ass. <laughs> um, it's like he's, 
He's already like six foot eight too. All he was gonna do is drop it in. Also, you know, I I remember what what Tim Murray said, and I always thought this was excellent advice. Steve. When you're rebuilding, six ten, you need six ten. Yeah, Jesus, you Christ. need the bodies, and so you know, bring me on more late draft picks and mm. young talent like a Mo Wagner, Thomas Bryant type. You know, and that's the risk with Pretense because agreed, his value here is probably better than somewhere else. And if he wants to stay, he's going to be able to shoot a lot of corner and wing threes wide open with healthy, healthy John. John Wallback. On paper, that looks amazing, but there's no guarantees that he's going to resign. And, you know, with the salary cap continuing to explode year after year in the NBA, I mean, we're going to get priced out of him. Yeah. I mean, players of, of that ilk, that stretch four, um, that can rebound – and shoot over 40% from three, I mean, people pay top dollar for that. And talk shit to Markeith Morris. Yo. <laughs> Just add it to the intangibles. Yeah. <laughs> um, he shoots. That takes balls. 42.8% <laughs> from three-pointer. That's ridiculous. There's that clip of him and Bradley shooting in practice, which is all I've ever wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd rather watch that than the game. I, it's not even a question. Just I would watch just watch them have a shoot-off, and I would I – would, cream myself like it's, that, is, <laughs> that is my dream and and he was just stroking it and he was he's a better shooter than bradley and yes it's, and it's he's a pure shooter it's actually not close and he's six ten. yeah i mean it's just so i mean what you're saying all makes sense and that really really makes sense i just want to have my cake and eat it too i know and you too that's all i ever wanted i just want to sit at the beach and eat that dog <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ever you know i i <laughs> if someone's going to offer a first round pick for him it's going to be really hard to turn down. Do we have I a, would take it for a second. Do we have a second round pick this year? I think so. Hey. hey. Thank Tommy you, Tommy. Shepard. Tommy. That's, Tommy. that's fun. Like second let's round keep, picks. Let's acquire keep, picks. Hey, let's there's something else picks. you can get besides cash considerations. Picks. Those fucking cash considerations. Those yeah, other other players that I think that could be on the block. Uh, Ish Smith, who is really fun to watch. Man. He's got uh, some handles. Yeah, he, he does. He really, really does. He seems really annoying to play against. Yeah. Like, he's so quick. Mm-hmm. Can also handle. shoot. It's the His weirdest jumper is form. So it's it like got a stop, hitch at the end. It like stops. Yeah, and then like shot puts it. Kind As of. a shooter, it just bothers me. It does, but it works. But He's hey. the only wizard to play in every game this year. Good for him. Yeah, I, I could see other other guys like that, and even these young guys that they're throwing darts on a wall here. Is I mean, Gary Payton Jr. Look, he's probably our best defender. Yeah. Um, the other Latvian guy, Pasigniks, whatever. He's not bad. Oh, I have no idea how to say this guy. Troy Brown's Do not it. bad. Andreas Pasek. It's Andreas? A-N-Z-E-G-J-S? Um, I don't know. Our, our shitty announcer that should be Steve Buckhands, never forget, is so stupid. Um, he just Really? You guys don't like him? He's, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I hate, Drew Gooden's terrible. Yeah, um, and I, I love Drew as a player. Yeah. Um, but That sucks. It's just. Give me Buck and Phil. It's not. It's oh, not. Yeah. I mean, Buck obviously, but like. It's just terrible. Objective opinion on them. No, I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> They're subpar. I want Buck. Everyone wants Buck. Buck has been salty on Twitter. Too. As you should. Like, no, I'm, that I, makes me even more upset. No, I know, but he's like, That's taking, my man. he's like, says shit about the. I think it's. I love it. I think it's. I do yeah. too. It's like, yeah, stick up for yourself. Get, get dogged. Treat you dirty. Um, Be a dog. Be a dog. My last question for the Wizards guys Should, should John Wall play? No. This year? Yeah. Fuck no. No. No See, point. He's he's playing. I mean, he's playing four and four right yeah. now. Great. Yeah, he and he's dunking. He's doing, you know, going up with his left that he's Great. so good at. I Fantastic. Love, <coughs> I love Bring it. Bring it in September. Yep. 
Keep it in the gym. No, I the th- practice. I, I'm not sure of the specifics, but I believe there's some kind of structure which, if he doesn't play this year, the Wiz get to get that some of that money back. Like there's an insurance policy oh, on it. Definitely don't play. I mean, yeah. if yeah, I mean for that and At also least what's the that point? decision? Yeah, yeah what's, that, that, that's what's the, the main point? point. Like, what's the point? Like, I don't see a point. What? Yeah, probably get hurt again. Best case scenario, he doesn't get hurt and. Mm-hmm. And you still, I mean, like, I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, what does he, would he have like a quote unquote war? Like, would he make the team better to, win? like, at that point, we, I think we want them to lose yeah. more. Yeah. No, lose. Don't put out your best player out there. I, Let I, him I, heal. Be, you know, get. I want that guy from Georgia or the Wiseman guy from Memphis, you know, just, I mean, I'm looking at a roster of next year of John, John and Brad at one and two. You got Rui at the four, Thomas Bryant at the five, like then, a, then a top five pick. You got, you know, Troy Brown coming off the bench. Troy Brown Wagner. coming off the bench. Wagner, Bertans, Gary Payton Jr., who's already um, – he is third in the NBA in steals since he came to the Wizards. That's crazy. Damn. The apple don't fall too far, I guess. Yeah, right. 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 Even though it's weird. He he's looks, a mitten. He looks <laughs> absolutely nothing like his dad. No. Nothing at all. But he can play defense like him. Doesn't, talk, doesn't talk nearly as much shit as his dad. Oh, he, I hated Gary Payton when as I was a kid. kid. Oh, my God. Only he could play some fucking defense. Always. Yeah, I mean, there's these are what's frustrating about this. And Jordan McRae is just buckets. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of like Jamal Crawford, mm-hmm. <laughs> just skinny and, and kind of wiry, but just can just get buckets. Uh, we have this is probably the best role players bench like reserve guys that we've <laughs> ever had. Yeah, I mean, if you remember during like John's peak a few years ago, he had to play thirty five, thirty eight minutes a game. Because our bench was so bad. Well, we were just talking about this like a couple years ago even with him and Brad. They're both playing like all forty, yeah, forty eight minutes, and it's like wh- why? Because <laughs> we didn't have any choice. Because Ernie, there you go. Ernie kept on just drafting euros and not playing them. But now, I mean, now they have at least solid rotation and pieces that are fun to watch. It's not mm-hmm. like they're just throwing guys out there just because there's no. I mean, these guys are. These guys can play. They they, seem to, they're they one seem of the highest-scoring teams in the league. Yeah. They give up a lot of points, but, I mean... They, they seem to like each other. I know that sounds kind of mm-hmm. elementary, but watching like them rooting for it each does. other... It does, and which also makes Brad's bench. comments a little weirder mm-hmm. because, you know, it seemed like the locker room, at least, you know, for how bad the season's going, the locker room is still good. Mm-hmm. The guys like each other, they like playing with each other. And so it's kind of weird to, you know, you get your best player back and he, like, you know, one of the first things he does in, like, three games is call out the team for losing mm-hmm. and, then, uh, and then play shitty the next game right so but yeah no th- i mean this it's i think we're all pleasantly surprised any wizards fan should be pleasantly surprised with how this team is doing mm-hmm. this year is he an all-star this year brad earlier i would have said it's a lock no now no. i say no, I, no. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah he's been hurt a little bit yeah. and he's he's just tapered off a yeah. lot yeah he's tired in his first, like, the first, like, 15 games, he was playing at an all-pro level. Yeah, like, oh, my Bradley. Yeah. yeah. And then, no, now I would say he is not an all-star. He's angrier. Yes. Remember how quiet he was mm-hmm. his first few years? He never never showed a lot of emotion. Now he is getting pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Losing will do it. Ang- yeah. Angry Brad, angry John 2020. And you know what? If they want to shut down Brad early, I don't care. Like I, I agree. Like, for the season, you mean? Yeah, I don't care. No, no. I mean, he would. If he keeps on injured, if he keeps on... Getting prolonged with injuries. Hey, sit down. Yep. Why not? Give me just please, just don't let us have the worst. I mean, we're, we're going to have back to back horrible draft situations, aren't we? Me get screwed by the lottery. Yeah, because we were like like a we percentage away really. from from Zion. Yep. 
He was about to play. Like, I, knew, I knew we weren't going to get Zion. Tomorrow, I right? just didn't want the worst case scenario, which we did get. Yeah, tomorrow versus Spurs. But that's gonna be good. But, but shit, I do right like now, Rui. I, I love Rui. I think we got lucky as hell with that. Yeah, I I think once if he develops a three point shot, because especially mid range, you have nice. to be able to shoot threes in in, in today's NBA. Right. Everybody besides like, you know, like the Tristan Thompson and DeAndre Jordans of the world. Yeah. But, you know, four out of guys have to be reliable three-point shooters. And once he gets that shot down, which he, it will over time. It will. He's, I mean, he's got a very smooth stroke, mm-hmm. and he's already got the mid-range down. Yeah, me, I think he's, he's a smart over, player, man. Exactly. He's, me, he's given a, time, it's going to happen. He kind of reminds me of Juan Soto. He's not to that level of good if Soto's going to be, but just he does not play like a rookie. Yeah. Yes. He, he's just his, his like intrinsic knowledge of the game is, is just more – Advanced yeah. the most, and that's probably because he was an upperclassman when he, yeah, when mm-hmm. he got drafted. And, he was and three years at a great program at Gonzaga, right? I mean, that's what's I, forget, I always forgot the coach's name, but he's a few, right? Mark yeah, few? Mark yeah. Few. I mean, boy can coach. And I, I remember watching the his first game, mm-hmm. and just seeing like the kind of just the hustle and effort that you normally wouldn't. See. I mean, I know it's a rookie in his first game, but like. No, shooting like a mid-range jumper and following it and then getting your own rebound and putting it back. I mean, like, it's just little stuff like that Mm -hmm. I think goes a long way, especially in today's NBA where there is a lot of standards. He would have been a really, really good small forward in the NBA over a decade ago. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to be a really good four (laughs) in today's NBA. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to go, I believe, guys, who has the best record in in the league right now? Milwaukee. Yes. Milwaukee. Only lost six games. Giannis is playing even better than he did last he year. might mess around and get back-to-back MVPs. He's that good. He is. And Siakam might mess around and get most improved player back-to-back years. And he's already years. really good. Back-to-back years. How does that, that work? Because he went from a, a bench player to a role player, and now he went from role player to Dude, star. Stud. Damn. Like, he's, he's, he's upped his average. What, I think it was like – Already like eight points or something like that. I just remember watching him in the finals. I'm like, this guy's gonna be. Ridiculous. It's his team now, and, and, they're, and they're still good. I mean, I never thought. I, I know this sounds incredibly prejudiced, racist, and obtuse, but I mean, if you would have had this conversation with me, that our the league's best players are are foreign. Yeah, very true. Like, what? And Luka Doncic of a white Euro, just killing the game. Yeah, twenty years old. right? Twenty years old. Yeah, the the Bucks are thirty nine and six. They're good. They're, They're really very good. Who's got the best record in the West, Ian? The Lakers. Damn it! Did you just look? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're both thirty four. Uh, what? No, they're thirty four and nine. But the Bucks have <laughs> are really impressive. Or something like that. The Milwaukee Bucks are winning by a, an average of twelve point seven points a game, which is three points. Wow! No, that's five points more than what the Lakers are are currently doing. Yeah. Only team with a I've, double digit I mean, differential. I see some I see some spreads on them and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like 13, 16 points. How do you guard and, I, and then I'll take it and then they cover. I'm like, Jesus. How do you how do you guard a player like Giannis? Like I <laughs> as a team. Right? <laughs> like just a box and one, but box and one yes, that's it. That's the way I would play against them. Brooke Lopez can shoot. Yep. Eric Bledsoe can create on his own. Chris Middleton's really good. They got shooters. And, and you know what's weird is, you know, at, a few years ago it was thought you need three superstars on the team to succeed, the Miami Heat-type recipe. And the Spurs had that, but, of course, they drafted all three of their players. It's a little bit of a different story. Yep. That's just them being being the best organization in professional sports mm-hmm. or North American sports. 
Um, I mean, the Bucks don't really have another star. It's just Giannis and guys are really good at what they do. Well, yeah. same thing with but, Toronto last year. Yeah, just one superstar. Yeah, it's kind of changing. Mm-hmm. It's it was. I like it better this way. So do I. I do too. It's better team basketball. Mm-hmm. I I just I played with Giannis on two K, and it's it's like you know the remember those like hang time games we played Ian obviously you know Come the on, the create the creative players we would make mm-hmm. he's like that Dingus I was named on Dingus <laughs> he's a creative player <laughs> yeah no he he is I think the he Greek freak. he can get to the the basket and one dribble from the three point line it's it's not, not even I've, fair I've seen it it's yeah it's not and my man is working on his jump shot. He's yeah, got th- he's, he's got starting to hit threes now. now. Oh God, the league is on notice. Well, I remember uh, last. I guess it had been in the fall, maybe uh, one of our episodes post World Series, but we briefly touched on basketball, mm-hmm. and you guys were talking about Luca. How Luca is like he is going off. He's doing something that, and I was like, well, what about Giannis? Giannis is doing better than he was doing last yeah, year. So exactly. Like everyone, I mean, Yoka. I think I feel like Giannis was a slow starter too. I mean, he didn't start playing basketball until recently. Oh, yeah. That's what's crazy. And he's got two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the fact that Luca's taking this league by storm, but Giannis is still just dominating and being even better, I think is 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 interesting. Well, I think Giannis has the most upside. Are of they? Player. I do too. Are they good enough to beat a Lakers or Clippers team? Or? Milwaukee is yes. Absolutely. I mean, we're, they weren't ready last year. They Dallas lost. lose to the Clippers right now. And that's without Paul George. Yeah, I'm not worried Clippers, about the Clippers. Like, Kawhi is, has a Spurs model. He knows he can just go at 80% for and, and this regular season. Thing. Like, they're the only teams that really rested their players appropriately. Mm-hmm. In a seven-game series, I'm going to take the Clippers' defense more times than all, more often than not. Than the Lakers? Yes. I think I'm going to have them coming out of the West. I think if if the Clippers can get a big... At the deadline, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just I mean, someone. They don't even need to score. Just, just be a, a rim protector, shot blocker, but that's rebounds. Harold is. Yeah, he's really good. Oh my God, he's so infuriating. Because they have one of the best perimeter defenders in Pat Beverly. They have the now version of Scottie Pippen and Paul George. And by the way, Kawhi Leonard is probably the best two way player we've ever seen. Yes, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. You give me that, but who gives a. Uh, who gives the Bucks a run in the East? Philly? I, I would want to say Philly, even though they're in fifth overall right now. They've I, had injuries. I'm, I'm, I would figure that Philly um, would figure it out at some point, even though I think it was a mistake signing Al Horford. Those are too many bigs for one team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami Heat's 30-13. That's a dark uh, horse, man. They're, they're, they're good. They're the hey, two seed right what, now. I, I know Le- LeBron Nobody gets. About them I know before. LeBron gets all the credit and like how good Dwayne Wade and Bosch were, but Spolster can coach his ass. He off, is a fantastic coach. He is he an really unbelievable is. coach. I'll I'll go out on the limb and say I was wrong on that one. And that's like, that's how you know LeBron is a coach killer because at some point mm-hmm. they wanted Spolster to get fired. Everybody was getting that was ridiculous. Spolstra. Yeah, they like, like they butted shoulders or something. Yeah, like, like shut the fuck up. You know, one thing you just hate to see is. Uh, Kyrie Irving's not taking to Brooklyn very well. Yeah, it's just such a bummer. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Just a little. But I'm sure he's an overall better point guard than John Wall. I'm (laughs) so sure. So sure. I I don't. Ian, how many arguments have you had that? Uh, Let's see. There's one, two, (laughs) four thousand, and and I'll stick to every single one of them that they're they're all wrong. How long is his contract in Brooklyn? He's gonna be there for a little bit, and so is KD, right? A little bit. Mm -hmm. So maybe now, so. when they get together, I think that's going to be a very yeah. scary um, duo. But 
I don't think there's really in the in the East right now that could really maybe go shot for shot with Milwaukee. Maybe Philly if they're playing at their best and Ben Simmons learns how to shoot a jump shot, which I doubt. Um, but there's the West is stacked as usual. I mean the the Lakers and Clippers are going to be the top two teams, but the Nuggets are legit. Watch out for the Nuggets. That's another type of situation. You got one superstar with a bunch of really good players around him, but none of like it's just one absolute stud in Jokic. Uh, who is a point center? Point center. He's mm-hmm. the best passing big man I think I've ever seen since, uh, like Bill Walton. And I, to me, he's the best. Yeah, I, he's I, so I, much fun to watch. It's incredible. Um, and Utah's looks pretty good. Utah's good. Uh, Dallas. I mean, as we're watching Luca do this, uh, Oklahoma City's been surprising. Chris Paul is playing incredibly. Yeah, I even sudden. watch out for the fucking Pelicans when Zion comes back because mm-hmm. they're what the thirteenth, twelve, twelfth, or thirteenth. Uh, yeah, nine, and eight, Brandon seven. Ingram's turned into a Wait, stud. You know, he's many, a stud. Do you know how many really good players the Lakers just gave up? Gave on? away. Like D'Angelo Russell was really good. <laughs> yep. He was an All Star last year. Uh, Julius Randle was a huge All Star last year. <laughs> Uh, Brandon Ingram should be an all-star this year. I mean, they gave up Thomas Bryant, who probably would have had a really co- good role uh, in you. Los Angeles. Thank you. Even Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> like, thank you, Lakers. Lakers. Magic Johnson, I don't know, bub. What were you doing? Yeah, it's I'm a good thing he, he left. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. What were they, 12? Yeah, 12. 12? Uh, the yeah. Pelicans, yeah. And then with – they're going to they're gonna be a hard out if they make it with – if Zion is anywhere near what they're Zion only, is supposed to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're only three and a half games out of uh, eighth which is occupied by the Grizzlies. What's going on with the Houston? This, is you this, know, it, that's is, weird that Harden and Westbrook wanting to do the same thing hmm. doesn't work. Is that not working now? Hmm. I mean, they're still in a playoff position. They and will, they will be. They'll be playing the Nuggets at the season See, end today. See, James round. Harden was 1 for 17 or something like that last night from 3. Good God. But how many points did he get from the free throw line? Probably a lot. <laughs> Russell Westbrook got a triple-double, of course. Uh I mean, yeah, it just he, doesn't. So, I mean, to talk about Russell for a second, he's gotten he's now gotten a triple double against every single team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's Which that's unreal. Re- that's ridiculous. I think the only other person to do that was LeBron. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's with, with Houston. I I I didn't understand that move. No, it made no sense. One for uh, seventeen from three, still scored twenty nine points. Wow, he made two f- ten free throws. Oh, that's not as many he's as I a, thought. He, I know he he uh, his statistics say otherwise. I just think he's a terrible teammate. I, I, agree. I don't think people like playing with him. Doesn't seem like it. it the same thing with Chris Paul. Talent wise, I think Chris Paul could have been the best point guard ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just a dickhead. Nobody likes playing with him. Yeah, and he's like revered off the court. Yes. Like he's the he's the president of the players' association. I believe mm-hmm. he's you know you see his face all over commercials with State Farm and and um, with Oscar. Yeah, you know, uh, but yeah, he's just a asshole on the court. He's a dickhead. Too bad. But that, but that John Morant kid though, kid can play for the Grizzlies. Oh my Lanta! I can like he's a must watch. He really is. He's a must watch. And it's really this is the most talent the NBA has ever had since since the Jordan era. Yeah, like the eighties and nineties of you know the. And I was going to say, the way that the West is stacked up right now, the top eight, like if the playoffs are today, there's a reason to watch every single one of these teams. You know, and uh, yeah. it's if you're looking at these standings right now, like the eighth seed. Is that Dallas at five? Yeah. Like, yeah. The Right now, Orlando Magic would be the seventh seed in the East. And what I've always thought would be an amazing idea is 
change the seating and just do one through sixteen. One through sixteen. Give me that. I know now. I know logistically it's terrible because you could have a situation where, you know, the Boston Celtics have to travel to Los Angeles mm-hmm. in the same in a seven game series. That sucks in the, in the first round. Yeah. But how much? I mean, everyone would be tuned in. I, I don't know. Gamblers would lose their freaking minds. Yes, please. Um, and thank you. And you know if. If the goal is to create the best product, a 1 through 16 seeding structure makes sense. And it would also prevent a lot of teams from tanking. Mm-hmm, and it just would give us the better matchups that we'd want to see. Just for kicks and giggles, let's try to I'm going to try to do their top 8. So it would be Bucks, Lakers, Clippers, uh looks like a tie between the Nuggets, Jazz and Heat. Heat. So how many is that? You counting? 7. So, and then the Raptors. It's not bad. It's a lot of good basketball. A lot of talent. That really I is. mean, if you, all those, like those teams you just mentioned, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis is a unicorn. Yes. Pay top dollar to go see him. Ian, I'm so sorry. God damn it. Uh, well, you apologize to Hope. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lakers, you got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Pay top dollar to see them. You can say the same thing about Paul George and Kawhi. You can say the same thing about Jokic. Could say the same thing about Luca. I mean, there's there's so much talent that uh, it's really just grown the game to a point that we've never seen. Just um, yeah, because I was. I mean, if you want to, like, you're talking about uh, uh, Zion earlier. If you want Zion, bump him into the. I mean, who do you bump out though? I'm not saying like because like I, I said that in that every, there's a reason to watch all eight teams in the Western because mm-hmm. the Pelicans aren't in the playoffs right now, but. You know, if Zion comes in as the guy who you want to be, you know that yeah. means they're gonna have to bump out a good team. I would expect Memphis probably. Memphis, would be. yeah. They're they're kind of probably Memphis, yeah. But then like you, you know, your guy, John Moran. yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that he's gonna carry them to. The guy's a stud. But, I mean, he's he's, he's, a, he's a reason to watch. He but, is. Yeah. So is Zion. He is a modern day NBA guard. Yep. He and can he create can his own shot. Yeah. He can defend multiple positions. He's a freak athlete. He can shoot. Who are, the, who are the Hawks going to take? Which chirp are the Hawks going to take? <laughs> I was wrong about that team. I thought they were going to be much better this year. Much better. Trey Young can still ball out. Yes, he can. Herter can still shoot. Herter. Game winner. Yeah, I saw he that. Turp. I saw that. Yeah, and, and you know, the Jazz, doesn't. they don't get enough credit. Rudy Gobert is probably the best defensive center in, in basketball. Yep. Agreed. Donovan Mitchell's an absolute stud, yeah. too. Uh, you know, this, there's just so much talent. It's fun to watch. And I, I know – from a purity standpoint, without having much defense, that part's frustrating. But at some point, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking of like the early 2000s era of the NBA where it was just bas- back to the basket in isolation basketball, which was not really yeah. fun to watch. I mean, we had to watch like what, three straight NBA finals with the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> that sucked. So, you know, if anything, this would be, this is probably the end of the Spurs. The dynasty's over for sure. But yeah, not a bad 20-plus year run. 25-year run. But, I mean, they'll... Oh, they'll pop, figure it out. I think Pop will figure it out. Yeah. Like, it's Pop. Just yeah. give him young talent. And yeah. He'll make be, it work. He'll be fine. Start over. Just do another 20 years. Yeah, this will be the first time they're not going to win 50 games. In 20 years? Something like that. That's ridiculous. 20-plus <laughs> years because they went from... They had one bad season between David Robinson, then they got Tim Duncan. <coughs> How many 50 wins have we had? Uh, we haven't had one since 1978. Correct. Yeah. 19 what? 1978. Good it's the longest streak in the NBA. It's Antonio Spurs franchise index. Oh, my Atlanta. That's not true. They didn't win. They won 48 last year oh. and 47 the year before. My bad. But from 16 and 17, 
They won at least 50 games. Oh, my God. God how many times did they win 60? 61, 67, 62, 61, 63, 60, 50. Uh, yeah. So starting 99-2000, they won at least 50 games up until 16-17. They, they had to play Kobe's Lakers. They had to play Dirk's Mavs. They had to play the Nash's sons, who probably would have won a championship in today's they NBA. They should have won yes. a championship. And they, they do not get too. enough credit. Steve Nash and uh, Mike D'Antoni do not get enough credit for they were the guys that really trailblazed this, you know, pace, space, mm-hmm. uh, transition basketball. Was and the 88, it was the 98, 99 season like a lockout season? That was, and they okay. beat the Knicks. They still won the championship, but they, they only won 37 games. Yeah, that was when the Knicks made it as an eighth seed. Um, yeah, so also keep in mind in that stretch, they also won one, two, three, four finals. They also had... Okay, so and then they also won 56 games before the lockout year. Yeah, the, one, <laughs> of the, one of the biggest... Jesus Christ, the Spurs are awesome! <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> They're my favorite. They're my... In any all the four major sports, they are my favorite non-DC team. I, I agree with that. Especially just the way they play. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry that they're, they're fundamental. Oh, they're, they're, they're so boring to watch. No, they're not. It's beautiful to watch. Yes. That, that's that, the most beautiful basketball. That last Spurs team mm-hmm. could have beaten anybody. Anybody. And, and, and yes, I'm even talking about the Bulls. The 2013 team. Yes. I think so, too. I, like, that, the, they absolutely demolished. LeBron demolished and Demolished in, in, in five games. When it should have been a sweep. Yes, I mean, it should have been. It definitely should have been. And their, what, their ball movement was better than anything I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I it mean, was incredible. They never take a bad shot. It, it, Everyone it, can play defense. They always don't, they don't look for a shot. They look for the best shot. It's in, it's incredible, and they were really the first team to really embrace. <laughs> are you still researching over the okay. stats? <laughs> <laughs> Starting in 1989, 90 season, 1989 to 1990, and excluding the lockout season, there was only five seasons, including last year and this year. No, no, the last two years, two years. that they didn't win at least fifty games. That's incredible. What <laughs> the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck? five seasons where they didn't win fifty games? That's and and the those seasons they won forty seven, forty nine, twenty in ninety six, ninety seven. That's when uh, Popovich took over. Mm-hmm. No, Matty, it wasn't a bad fucking. Um, the lockout season, and then flash forward to two seasons ago, forty seven, and then last year forty eight. So it, like. The seasons that, except for one of those five, they were still right on the cusp of 50. Yeah, I, I know. What's that saying? That's yeah. incredible. Now, Tim Duncan's a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> I think he's the best power forward in NBA history. He's better than Carmelo Malone or Cor- Charles Barkley. Correct. Um, I, I think Jadobi's a Hall of Famer. Tony Parker's a Hall of Famer. Uh, and, you know, they got those guys at the end of the first round, I think. And they were really one of the first teams to embrace foreign players. Yes. Yeah. And specific yep. roles where, you know, uh, Greg Popovich was signing and trading and drafting three and D players, which is something that is an absolute requirement in today's league. Yeah, uh, they just could Ahead always find just guys that were good at a niche. I mean, they put Boris Diaw, who they signed midway through that season, and put him on LeBron. James, on LeBron, and it worked. <laughs> it, it, it was so Spurs, and you know the the biggest what if of that of like the past decade was that. I remember when the Heat won that with the Ray Allen shot, the mm-hmm. Game Six, that famous, famous shot, one of the biggest shots in NBA history. I remember when we, that I felt like the Redskins just lost. Yeah. We were watching the game. Yeah, we were. We're at like, the McComas, and the we were McComas so we're like, "Ha LeBron's gonna lose! <laughs> LeBron's gonna lose! This is awesome!" We were so dejected. They yeah, sh- they should have lost. They should have lost. And you know what? That was the 
I'll never. I think Greg Popovich is maybe the best coach in NBA history. Tim Duncan on the bench. Why is the best <laughs> one of the best rebounders ever on the bench yeah. Yeah. in that situation? I have no idea. Um, um, speaking of Duncan, so I guess you know baseball reference He's and like so and like war. Mm-hmm. So basketball reference, their quote unquote war is called uh, WS uh, win share. David Robert Robinson, Hall of Famer, no doubt one of the best mm-hmm. centers, like true centers of all time. You would say. Hundred and seventy eight point seven win share. Tim Duncan, two hundred and six point four. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> fifteen time all star, five time champ, five time fifteen time all defensive, fifteen time all 15 NBA. Time all defense. That's incredible. All rookie, his rookie year, all star game MVP, two time MVP, three times finals MVP and rookie of the year. He needs to be talked about. More. I mean, yeah, it's not given enough credit. It, One of the best it, basketball players of all time. Of all time, and just not, ju- not just in position. And I, I think what you know what was so impressive about the Jordan era was who they were beating too. Yeah, because they were beating the uh, the Celtics were still a team at that point. Larry and Kevin McHale, the Pistons won two championships, and they don't get enough credit for how good they were. The Bad Boys, bad boys. of Detroit. They had to go through them. They had to go through uh, Magic's Lakers were still on a run at that point too. Mm-hmm. Then not to mention. The, the Carl's Carl and John Stockton's Jazz and the, and the Rockets. Rockets. I mm-hmm. mean, all of these players, when except for when Jordan was out, were robbed of a deserved championship. Yeah, because Hall were, of Fame players. Yeah, because they were Pantheon players. Like mm-hmm. because they were that good. Um, and you know the Spurs, how they were to do it so unconventionally, it, it's something that I, I'm just like I've always said. I'm so grateful that I we were Ian. We were old enough to remember the Bulls. I don't remember it like. Specifically, yeah. Like I remember that game six shot, very much. So. Absolutely, Even a little Byron bit, Russell, a little bit of a little bit, little, a little bit. bit of a push off, a little bit. But you know what? You know, I'm glad we. Re- but like watching, witnessing the Spurs was the something I'm even more grateful because mm-hmm. I can just appreciate it at an uh, older age, of course. Correct. I forgot Tim Duncan had three Finals MVPs. No, he really needs to be talked about as one of the best ever. I mean, he has He's, as many Finals MVPs as LeBron. LeBron, so. Uh, it's still yeah. playing, obviously, but it's still that's that's something. Bobby, there's a YouTube video about the Spurs that like the NBA put on. It's like watching a symphony. Have you seen it? No. Oh, we're watching it after this. It's, it? it's 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 money. Just Tim Duncan just kissing the glass. No, it, it's just it's just it's it's basketball porn. Okay, <laughs> it's basketball porn for sure. Um, switching on to football really quick. Uh, Jay Gruden looks like he's gonna be hired as the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville. Good fit. I'm um, I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. I I wish him the best. I think Florida and Jay's personality are just going to be fantastic. I was going to say I was going to say it on Twitter, and I was like, I don't think I want to. Yeah. <laughs> Bortles, Bortles. Yeah, let's just say he's, he's going to thrive in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of young colleges around there too. Yeah, I, 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 that's I, where the Florida Georgia game is played. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think also it's he's going to well, he's got a really road. good running back, Leonard Fournette. I would assume Gardner Minshew is the starting quarterback next year, who's kind of similar to the quarterbacks he's had success with in the past. You know, DJ like Sharks. Better Colt McCoy. Right? Yeah, but exactly. They just, yeah. What, what are they doing with Nick Foles? I think he's done. Better players got to play. Yeah. Minshew's better. Uh, That's a lot of money sitting on your bench. Yeah. DJ Same. Shark is, is really good. Yeah. They got some good young wide receivers there. I, you know, I, I'm glad. I, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten a job sooner, sooner but uh, I. It's just because of the way the Redskins handled everything. Mm -hmm. It just makes him look worse than he actually is. His offenses, people get open. And it's it's very easy to have have a good season under a J offense. We'll see. Mark it right now. 
January 21st, and, and he's not PMIC be... is saying that Gardner Minshew is putting up numbers. He's going to put season. up numbers. He will. I'm all about it. He, he's never had a running back of this talent in the Fournette, so I am, I'm curious to see how that's going to work. But I will say, do not draft Lennon Fournette. Yeah, For like I probably would avoid that. West. That's probably going to devalue his his projections a little bit. But yep, you know, if we had someone of that talent, maybe we would have run the ball more. Yeah, Devil. Uh Pro Bowls this weekend. Is anyone watch it anymore? We touched on a little bit when you were on your potty break. Uh, oh my god, it's been a bad day, dude. I had a migraine last night. Bathroom flooded. Jesus. Now I have to go potty. <laughs> it's just, it's not. It hasn't been a good twenty. Let me get hours. you to bedtime. <coughs> um, we both said no. We were kind of checked out in the Pro Bowl. The best part is the I skills competition. Don't give, a you shit give me that. It's it means nothing. It's yep. um, it's now just get rid be, of it. It's just be over under. It should just be name. Ian, don't bet on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> You know what I would, you know what I wanted I no, would want to see? Give me a three on three basketball tournament. They would never allow to do that. It's safer yeah. than football. They would never allow them to do that. I would watch that in a heartbeat. I would so so quickly watch that. The skills Just competition. Give me all skills cool. competition and then and then that. Or give me like an alum guy alumni game. I bet Daryl Green could still cover. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. He's the fastest man alive. He's a freak. <laughs> He's the all right. All right. Not bad. Hit the under again. What is it? One forty-three. Nice. Look at us. Yeah, doing well. How do we get there? Look at us. And adding uh, breaks and transitions. It's all good. Um, nice. Yeah, very nice. All right. So next week we'll obviously have a full Super Bowl preview. What Super Bowl is this? Fifty-four. Who knows? Roman numerals are tough. L. Yeah, fifty-four. <laughs> um, they really are. Um, Niners and Chiefs coming up. Hope I mean after last year, let's go Chiefs. It can only go up. Please um, just be a better Super Bowl than last year. Good I, God, I, I think it will. God, that thing was so boring. Um, so we'll talk about mostly Super Bowl next next week, um, and look forward to the big game and ping pong, ping pong, and um, all the good food that people bring. Your favorite Super Bowl snack, maybe. Um, touch on that next week too. Talk about how much I'm going to rage <laughs> at Tom's house. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> How many Zamudas and Waller so sets will be there? That's a good question. Yep. Because that, that really depends on how hard you're going to rage. We need to get a dartboard in your house. Would Danielle allow it? If you got a cork board like that, I would. don't see why not. Nah. Like behind <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. that's why. I, I mean, that's brilliant. That's what I would. I, 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 I got a dartboard, I'm going to do that. I do have five guitars there down there already, and Cute. my bobblehead collection hasn't stopped. Well, I mean, those guitars need to go in a closet. No, they don't. I mean, for the Super Bowl party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was gonna, I was about to say, th- th- this would be the most Tom and Ian thing ever. Natalie gets new kitchen, throws one party, <laughs> Ian destroys it, <laughs> just bre- breaks oh, everything. Just facts, <laughs> correct. Never forget my first day with my basketball hoop at my parents' house. Dre broke it on the first day. <laughs> I wonder how many things I've broken on the first go. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I like to party, like but so many times it wasn't even just me drunk. I just like no. to, I just like to play with toys. You just get yeah. excited. I do. Just a bull in a china shop. I was like, what, I don't even know what I'm going to do with it. I get to it. <laughs> no, do get... All right, we got to get out of here again. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks so much for everyone uh, to, for listening to everyone for listening. PMIC podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or SoundCloud. Give us a subscription. Follow us along. Rate, subscribe. Uh, let us know what you think. If you have bad comments, keep them to yourselves. <laughs> you jerks. Um, 
You can follow us on all the social medias as two as well as two. I'm sure that's what it is. I've wanted to talk about the Spurs for so long on the podcast, and I'm so happy that just happened. Good. So thank you. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad I just did a mini Spurs dive on basketball reference. This is insane. We're just we're just being correct. We're just busy being correct. Yeah, always correct. Mountain of correctness right here. Uh, you can also find the Mountain of Correctness on Twitter at PMIC Podcast on Facebook and Instagram as well. Give us a follow there for all of our new updates. At Tom underscore Natalie for Thomas. At Ian underscore Foster 21 from E. And for me, at Bobby underscore Blanco. All on Twitter. Give us a follow. And um, we will catch you later. My watch is ended. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Screw you guys. I'm going home.